All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Joe's Mind Podcast. Today we have a very uh, special and honorable guest with me. We have King Era and Riot. We will be uh, jumping into their mind, getting their insights um, in the cannabis industry, in the music industry, um, and just some personal stories on their journey and uh, where they've gone into this, into the position that they are in today. So with that, without further ado, welcome to the show. Thank you guys for coming in and uh, stepping into Joe's mind. Hey man, no problem, man. Oops, thank you for having us, brother. Um, we appreciate you. Yo, yo, what's good? It's right one, King Era, King Era the first. That's like the extension part. Uh, that's the full, <laughs> full <laughs> name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, two members of DSB. That's down since birth. If you didn't know, don't just smoking brothers. It's a couple acronyms that we do. Don't stop believing. That's, that's, that's probably one of my favorite ones. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I go by King Era. I used to go by just Era. But throughout the years, just like through the phases that I've gone through, kind of just like added the king. And yeah. The, you know, kind of okay. made so. me feel better about. Well, really what it comes down from is uh, my mom growing up, she would always call me mi rey, mi rey, mi rey. So okay. that's kind of where I adopted it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yep, yep, my king. So then I was like, man, fuck it, king era. I just kind of liked it, the, yeah. the ring of it. And then the first is like me kind of, because I'm like as a uh migrant um coming from a migrant family it's like you're we're the first generation of going to college and all this stuff so it's kind of like the first is like because i know that i'm gonna be the first to do a lot of things you know in our family so that's kind of where that comes from too that's what's up that's what's up how about you right well how's the do you uh i mean um the name is really some street shit, honestly. I like it. I ain't gonna I, lie. I grew, up, I grew up with that, like, you know, like, Tigers always threw the one in the end. But it was more like some, like, you know, like, I called myself Riot one day. Someone was like, you know, Riot's a bunch of people. And I was like, well, I'm Riot 1. Uh, you know, like, I'm the first one. Just, yeah, that was just what it was. And it's always stuck with me, so I've always been called that since I was, like, 13 so oh cool cool i like that well uh i just go by joe as a now um you know what it is you know joe's mind is about being a better version of yourself and you know that's that's what i like to preach on so there's not more to it than just stepping into joe's mind you know yeah no i, I love Likewise. it i love it I, I like to do that man you know throughout life like i like to put myself in people's worlds definitely well, i appreciate you guys yeah. stepping into mine yeah it's Thank good for great. having us bro i mean sure. as you can see I, I always like to be in a higher state of mind hey yo <laughs> uh, if y'all if, for those that are on the uh, episode podcast episodes you ain't hear the crinkling in the background too well um it's just uh some um so some light yenro yeah some light you know so some medicinal yeah uh, cannabis yes what it is so with that, so t- tell me a little about yourself. Where you guys from? Uh, which go- got you guys into into music? I've heard you guys been doing music since year two. Yeah. So, uh, man, the music thing is kind of where, honestly, that's been my, my one of my biggest blessings in life. Um, but uh, be, I I did music actually before I became part of the DSB crew, and yeah, shout out yeah. to my boy Woody. Um, he's the one that put me onto music. Kind of where I started with it was this, um, it was a middle school. I did a talent show in, in Wilson, you know, oh, at cool. the end of the year talent show shit. Shout out to Choke, you know, it's not the Cavaliers, right? Yeah, uh, Wilson. Yeah, it was the Cavaliers. Is it? Yeah, because I was Wilson too, bro. Wilson. 
Yeah, so... Yeah, yes, it is, yeah. Fuck, I, I forgot about that. I'm like, yeah, what were we? <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, we did a talent show. You know, um, shout out to Wilson. Uh, Willie, if you still work there, you were the shit. You were always the coolest guy that worked there. I facts. believe you probably still are. Yeah, I think he's there sometimes. He was about to retire, actually. I think my brother was going to take his position. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, or was helping him or something like that. But, um, so yeah, that's kind of where it started for me. Um, did a talent show and my boy bought a DJ Quick CD from Off the Records. Shout out to Off the Records. Oh, and, yeah, Off the Records. Yeah. And yeah. So, um, he, he, and I didn't even write or nothing about it. I just kind of was like, all right, I'm down. And it was supposed to be like seven of us, ended up being just me and him that were like down at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. And so he wrote the song about Wilson and Yakima, and then um, he presented it to me, and I was like, "Fuck it, yeah, I'll do, you know, I'll do a verse with you." That was, that was you and Woody. Yeah, me and Woody, and then we did it, and like I wasn't expecting like, and then shout out to to Grandma Woody too. She made us some. We we used to, we call ourselves Yaktown Boys YTB. So she made us a shirt and some hats, you know, that said YTB and shit. And That's so, cool. You know, I really we really got into the element of it, and yeah. you know, I I've always appreciated hip hop. You know, it's been a part of my upbringing too. And um, so I was like, man, fuck it, why not? You know, something different. Yeah. And we did it, and at the end of the when we were done performing, fucking the crowd went, everyone went crazy. Like the whole school got up, and they were like, ah, like it was like. And I fell in love with that feeling, and I was like, I, I, I was like, I was so intrigued by, you know, the perform, like us performing music, and you know, saying something that meant to them, and they were like reacted off of that, and like that made me feel like, it's like a, I could say that I, ever since that, I've always chased that, like yeah. I wanted to keep re, um, re-experiencing that, you I know, see. that emotion, that feeling. I could say that's like the same thing too. And that's that's what got me into music. After that, he took me to his dad's house, and he had a pro studio. His dad was, used to be in, or was in a rock rock and roll band, yeah. and so he had all this equipment, music equipment. So it's like, man, this is. I was I was just I was just so like in awe with it. I was like, man, this is crazy. Like this is how music gets made. You know, he's showing us a studio and the process, and I'm right there like talking into the mic and listening to my voice. I'm like, this is weird as fuck. You know, it's like you, you guys were you were middle school at that time. Yeah, yep, eighth grade. Oh, you know? man. That must have been an amazing feeling, especially like having the the shirts and hat. That really makes a difference, like when it comes to like performing. Like you make, it makes you feel a part of something that's like uniforms, you know? Yeah, hell yeah, for sure. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. So I could, I can see why that uh, that feeling you got was exhilarating and got you hooked onto it. Yeah, no, for sure. Ever since then, I'm like, I knew I wanted to do something with music, and I like the fact that you could, you know, put something, you know, that's you know what you would hope maybe personal to do it to you as far as like writing music goes you know yeah. and then you can put it out there and get a reaction and I, I like that too like i just like the whole concept of music you know yeah. I, i've always liked that so yeah dude there's music is very powerful you know yeah i i was listening to some podcast maybe it could have been the joe Rogan experience i'm not sure but um this guy was talking about how um, a veteran uh, that came back had PTSD, had like, I think he had a brain injury hmm. um, along with PTSD and, and all that good stuff. But like, hmm. there was a part of his brain that wouldn't, that wouldn't like be activated when they do like the scans and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but he ended up, who was it? I think it was Metallica, if I remember right. Um, he was just a big fan of Metallica. So like they would take him to the shows and like he was in a wheelchair, you know, had it a like a caregiver 
Yeah. And as he started going to these shows more, like he became kind of notorious within the Metallica community. Yeah. And so, you know, they would kind of expect him. He would go to these shows like on tour. As they went on tour, he went on tour with them basically. Yeah, that's and, dope. And uh, after like a year or two, they found that that uh, in that brain activity in that area that wasn't showing any activity on his uh, scans, mm -hmm. it started to show an activity. And so they were saying the, the music and the community that was built around him mm -hmm. kind of helped uh, regenerate that area in his brain. So community, our community, music is very powerful. You know, it does bring a community sure. together. It's the language of, of the universe or the world, I guess. Maybe maybe even the universe. Maybe, you know, we never know, you know. So I, I always say music is my religion. So yeah. like, It became like that. I mean, really, like uh, anytime that I go into other things and you know trail off into life you know because you know you always want to try things out and stuff you know yeah. try to maybe see if you're gonna do something different or something else draws your attention Definitely. every time i get sidetracked no matter what i always i feel like my higher power always takes me back to music, music. you know and every time and, and that's that's how i feel like i know that's like part of my calling you know absolutely yeah that's powerful man i mean if you if it's something that's reoccurring uh it speaks volumes, you know what I mean? I can imagine music, to some degree, maybe you're a therapy as well. Dude, you got it right on the dot. I think above all, that's what it is. Yeah. Because I've been able to get, maybe not over things, but I've been able to understand things better through my music about myself, you know, and who I am and, you know, like, things that I've been through and, like, I'm like, yo, I want to, like... I want to try to get through this so like writing about it and making music about it and put it out there for the world yeah. it's like really scary but it's therapy you know and i feel like if i could do it for myself and then through the personal experience then i could probably help other people through my music you know yeah. which i think is more powerful than anything yeah, absolutely. that's yeah. why you, you got to be careful honestly with with the music you know yeah you could, could easily also just this guide people being like a fan of music too being a fan of music because i feel like just what i've gotten from other artists you know like shit you know like that that's what i feel like i want to deliver sometimes my music you know yeah like regardless what it is if it's something uh positive or negative you know like my music kind of like, like music has always been the thing to, to closer to really uh feed my energy you yeah know? yeah i feel that that's awesome, man. I, the connection you two have with music is definitely is is one that I can see drives your your hunger to continue to push. And so you guys been doing it for. You mean you must have? When did you start doing? Well, it, like right? uh, me personally, I started doing music around the same time, but I'm in middle school. But I'm like a year older than him. Uh, it's me and my boy Click Clack. Uh, my shout, boy Click shout out to Click Clack. Yeah, he uh, he's one of my boys. He's part of DSB. Like he's like the creator, pretty much. Yeah, uh, I was the one who like was with him during all that, but I always like seen it like a joke, kind of. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. Yeah. Well, just because even the way we started, uh, you see, like when we were in middle school, I think like Eight Mile came out. Oh yeah. And you know, everybody yeah. was trying to battle each other, and you know, like I listened to music, but I wasn't really like. Like serious about it, you know. Like uh, serious about doing it. It was just kind of the, like he said the reactions, because you know, like I was good at clowning. I was good at at pretty much making jokes about people. Yeah. And uh, music made it easy. Know? Music made it easy. You know, like uh, when people were trying to battle each other, it was easy to go in there and just say some funny ass shit. Uh -huh. 
and people's reaction is kind of what got it got it going you know like oh let's do this let's do that and like when i was in middle school i already wrote like poetry you know like just little things about myself or whatever and music is kind of like you know you you hear m like i said like m back in his days his delivery was on point you hear like Lil Wayne and Lil Wayne, his metaphors were like unheard of. So it was like, can I better this? You know, like, so I'll start writing just in middle school just to see if I could better it sometimes. Yeah. And that shit just continued. That shit continued for the, till this day. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. And yeah. How old are you guys now? 29. 29. That's yeah. so Gonna be 30 actually. Yeah. In like a month. Yeah, 30, 30, 30, huh? 30, 30, yeah. That's awesome. So, you guys were at middle school, 8th grade, 7th grade? Were, were nah, nah. Actually, me and him at music, we, like, uh, Even though at the end of high school. You went to Wilson, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't I, know him in high yeah, school. I, mean, I didn't know school. him in middle school, but, like, like I said, he was a little younger. And then, uh, when we went to high school, the, we met through my boy Woody, actually. Yeah. Woody, you know, him doing music with Woody. We would go actually over there to record, cause at, at the time, you know, like me and my boy Clack and like whoever, I think uh, my boy Filthy was part of DSB yep, at yep. the time. Shout out to Filthy. And uh, we were always trying to find somewhere to record when we were younger, and that was like our biggest problem. It was like, how where can we find record? Where can we record? And uh, Woody always gave us a spot. You know? Yeah. Woody gave us a spot after you know after once once we started getting developing in our own shit, that's what made it differently. But before yeah. that. Would would he, that would be mistaken by would he the uh, not not the uh, Northern Cali rapper? Yeah, no, Northern Cali rapper. it's funny because he has the same name. His it you really know they, does. they actually that his that's his real last name. You know that oh, Woody's really? his real last name, but he's just a, a cat that we grew up with here in Yakima. He's no older than us. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, Woody's you know that, that's Down before Cali. our time yeah. a little bit. You yeah, know that? Okay. I just I just but, want to make sure. I'm yeah. Just, no. you know. You're talking about the old school Woody, right? Yeah. 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 I just got Blackbird running my head right now. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, funny. No. Yo, no, shit, it's, it's, if, we, if we had him doing our shit, I think we'd be a little bigger now. <laughs> R.I.P. Yo, yo, that's just crazy though because like his it, like his name is not just like Woody, but his name is also Ryan. And the the Northern rapper, his name was Ryan Wood. Oh, my homie's name is Ryan Woody. Oh shit! So yeah. there's like right there, you know, close, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. kind of funny, but he always, we always did. And people nice always wonder too, like, why you call him Woody? You know, like, well, that's his name. You yeah, know? His, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. yeah, it's on his social security card. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like that shit is real. Uh, that's funny, man. Well, I mean, that's you know, shout out to Woody for you know doing that for you guys. I mean, so he was an older cat. If that's nah, right. nah, he's same actually age. the same age as us. Yeah. We were in the same grade as me, actually. What Woody oh, was? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was actually my best friend, one of my best friends growing up. Um, in general um so it was like the fact that how it happened and you know middle school how we did the whole thing it's like yeah. i mean it was just meant to be bro and then uh, like us linking up like yeah. it, we became like a dope ass crew and um, yeah. we had a lot of mom a lot of momentum and buzz going you know for nice. a while actually so that was uh, pretty dope how far did that take you guys like into your high school here or like well like in 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 high school i moved around a lot so like i didn't really connect to, with them until after like like not right after high school but at the end of high school you know yeah I, I came back to yakima and uh i connected with these guys i was already cool with my boy click clack and then you know like we grew up since we were younger yeah. when i came back they, they were already doing music with, he was already doing music with woody and this guy and when i got back started doing music with them too oh, cool cool Just got right at it yeah. um, i mean we've we've always been a crew it's just 
you know, life happens and, you know, people like do, you know, what they need to do. Yeah, life has a way you know. of making people do yeah, yeah. what they want to do and what they don't want to do all at the same time. You yeah, know? yeah, so it, it becomes a battle, you know, and like this music thing is like if you're really serious about it, it's a full time job, you know. Yeah. And if you don't have it, if it's not bringing you money like i'm i mean i'm not gonna lie i'm, I'm not making crazy amounts of money off music right now you know yeah. it's like but it, you know so that's i think that's the hard part with musicians and artists you know it's like if they're not giving me if they're not making money off of it then they have to find other sources you know to make yeah. money and so and you need money to feel to fuel that too you know to fuel your music so yeah, it like so i think that jobs and you know if you start a family all that like you know it, i'm not gonna say that it gets in the way but it becomes harder to do that you know just Your that priorities you know? gotta be yeah, yeah you gotta prioritize you know and yeah. try to like at least like have some sort of balance you know what i mean yeah and that's where it becomes difficult i mean like i don't have kids you know right now you know maybe in the future but it's like but it's still hard you know because i have other passions aspirations and i'm a family man and so it's right you know we love being around yeah. our family so it's Absolutely. like yeah. i got kids i got yeah. plenty <laughs> so it's like it, it becomes a it's hard you know it's definitely not easy but you know anything in life is going to be hard you know so it's yeah. a matter of, like choose you got to choose your heart you know what what do you want to i like that yeah you, you do know. you, yeah. you got to choose your heart cuz mm-hmm. yeah life doesn't hold back nah know, dude yeah life for no one and that's what i'm saying like sometimes that puts a little stop to the music i mean i've done everything i work every fucking type of job i feel like yeah. and uh and yeah, you know, just still trying to do the same thing. Everybody's trying to do the same thing, get their money up and make sure their family's fed. I feel you know, trying to make sure my well, family's fed. Yeah. And I, besides that, you know, like music right now, the way I feel about music right now is like, I don't even care if I make money off it. I do this shit for the heart. Yeah. You know, because I've, I've always done, I've always done music. So it's like, why stop? Yeah. Man, and yeah. that's when you know, like, that's when you know, when you get that grat- gratification of just doing it it's really something special you know what I mean? it's more special it becomes that much more like real i think and more like like people feel it more you know it's like i i've always said that you know that like, i mean i'm not saying that i wouldn't mind making money off of this music you know so uh shout out if you guys see my music it's dsb or die um that's just one youtube page we're gonna have to make another because nobody remembers the email to that shit <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely yeah and if there's anyone out there listening and you guys want to uh connect with uh right one and king era um i'll definitely tag their links and their uh their contact information information in the descriptions and then in the details and i'll do that good stuff <laughs> i thought it was mine <laughs> i'm over here like <laughs> but what i was gonna say about that is that about the you know how like the the money and you know music i was like i'm the same way too like i think that's what i like about us as a crew and just in general because like we never been like we're gonna make a song we never we never went with the mentality like oh we're gonna go make music because we're gonna make money off of it you know like yeah. there's never been like i don't get driven by the idea of making money off music because i feel like that changes your mindset of what you want to put out like you know yeah. so it's like i want it to be us like that raw shit like i want it to be real to us you know yeah. and then like if we build that momentum and it catches on we make money off of it well great you know like that's that is the ideal thing yeah, though, you know? yeah eventually you know but I, I never wanted the money to be the motivation to make music yeah. if that makes sense yeah i mean we all can see now that today's age 
the young rappers coming out making they're just making money they're making music to make money and yeah it's just you can hear it yeah you can yeah, hear it yeah, yeah. absolutely it's not and there's nothing wrong with that you know to each their own do your yeah. thing i mean i'm not gonna ever hate on someone you know for getting their making their lane or still or making money at how they thought they needed to make it you know if it worked for them like looking great you know yeah yeah like, more power that, to you you know that. i can't hate on the man you know doing, doing good thing. you know yeah, yeah. it's like facts you won't catch me listening too much of it. You know, I'm not going to be, like, bumping it all the time and shit. But, like, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm also not going to be a hater about it. I respect that. That's awesome, man, too. It sounds yeah. like you have your, your head on your shoulders and, you know, it's, it, there's no malice in your heart. And that's and that's nah. important. Especially, I mean, I'm, I can't speak from experience, but I, I know the music industry, just in general, stepping into the entertainment industry, there's a lot of different perspectives out there. And, you know. It's scary. It's dark. It it's, is. It's you know, shady. Especially for, you know, uh, people like yourselves, like, you know, being first in your family to pave the way, like, like, who do you, who do you build those connections with? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's been the hardest part. And, you know, that's why I love that I went to Seattle and I went out of my way to, like you said, get out of my comfort yeah. zone. Because that's what makes it hard, even just like in, in Yakima to do music, there's not really much much uh branches to go from you yeah, know what i'm saying yeah. either not a lot of move support. out or 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 even network out just whatever you that's know? true that's true yeah. that's the biggest thing i mean like that's one thing i learned from going to the art institute is that like it's it's all about who you know you know and that's why i think that's what they like they literally have it every like week or two where you had to go to certain events that they would send you to just to network you know? oh yeah because yeah, like, yeah, they wanted you to get used to like and that's what it is i mean i have some great connections that i feel like i haven't even put into to the works you know yeah. but i feel like i'm more mentally prepared now than i was before so i feel like if i would have tried to use that before maybe i wouldn't have had the right mindset to get the most out of it you know yeah absolutely and so now i have like all these resources and stuff my teachers you know a bunch of the our institute teachers that i i had like fucking awesome teachers grammy nominated teachers oh, teachers wow. that own their own businesses already with studios you know my life sound teacher did sound for kiss and you oh, know shit. snake and all that some, those some, bands and shit so, yeah so it's like i feel like just because i went from high school straight to college like my mindset was still young yeah. you know so i didn't take full advantage at that moment of my resources you know, yeah, you know? I feel that, man. and so now i'm like fuck yeah shout out to my boy era for staying smart and going to college while all of us went the street way <laughs> yeah, hey. <laughs> hey man you know what? there's always one yeah, you know, absolutely. but i've always encouraged my people to do better you know like i've I, like that's i love radiating that energy you know yeah. around me i carry that everywhere i go i don't I don't let too many people or things or emotions really take that away from me, you know. Yeah, definitely. Carry that with me everywhere I go. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear, man. And, yeah, you know, it's it's difficult trying to, you know, just either making your own way or, you know, following the footsteps that are, you know, are guided around you, you know. And uh, it's, it's just scary sometimes because sometimes it could take you to where you didn't want to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing either, man. Like, me not me even even me going where I didn't want to go or where I didn't maybe like I thought I wanted to be and it just didn't work or whatever. Like I said, always redirected me back to where I do need to be. You know, you yeah. know, like music, family, you know, making yeah. money, being successful. You know? Doing doing things. Yeah, doing good. And so like, cause yeah, man. I mean, like I've had my I've trailed off. You know, I went through some some phases, some dark phases, crazy relationships, shit like that. You know, yeah. and that yeah. could take you under. You know, or you could learn from it and, and grow out of that you know and yeah, do better or try to do better for yourself yeah and I'm, I'm a big believer in like we are 
I mean, we, we are our own authors too. Yeah. You know, we, to some degree, we, I mean, I mean, we are in control of what we can control, you know, life does a good job of throwing those obstacles, those curveballs. Um, but being able to redirect yourself and, and remember that we are in control. It's, it's huge when it comes to doing what you want to do or doing what makes you happy, especially what making you happy because I mean, the people I've seen, you know, just around, you know, people I know, you know, some of them are not doing what they're happy or what makes them happy. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're sacrificing you. their happiness to, you know, take care of what they have to take care of. Because, you know, life was crazy and through those uh, curveballs and whatnot. Yeah. But um, I have a question for you guys. If you guys had to like, you know, describe your music and like what kind of audience it's for, how, how would you describe it? Like, what do you guys say? You guys are conscious rappers, uh, more like. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like personally, my music's in for anybody that really wants to listen. Yeah. yeah. And when I say that, I say that in probably like a like a bigger the way than some people mean. Like, are you really listening? Yeah. yeah. Like, I say I could say some shit that just sounds close, you know. Yeah. But it's like storytelling. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like Ray's style because he does like he's detailed. Like he has he's. There's a, he has a story, it. yeah, and he has like, and that's kind of what I like about all of us. It's like, you listen to our music, and none of us sound alike, you know. Yeah. And like, people have been like, "Oh, you kind of sound like this cat before," but we've never been like, "Oh, you're trying to sound like this people," you know. Like, yeah. we just put our own style to it, yeah. and like, I've, I've, gr- like, the music has grown a lot. Like, uh, and, and as we grow, the music grows with us, you know. And that's what I've always wanted, you know. When we were younger, you know, we're talking about the street shit, like. Which is not a bad thing, you know, like, but like I said, it's like, you just got to be careful about how you talk about it, you know, it's like yeah. kids are, people are really influenced by music, you know, so it's like, so as I, as we grew, you know, kind of out of that street mentality, you know, which is, it will always be with us. We can always talk about that because we live that, you know, and, and yeah. it's, 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 uh, it's helpful too, because you get to see what, what people in the ghetto or people that you know, live in poverty or grew up like that, kind of like the perspective of that, you yeah. know, and I think it motivates other young people to try to do something better for themselves too, you know, whether it's through music, you know, or just in general from hearing our songs, they're like, oh, well, fuck, I want to do, you know, I want to be like them or I want to do something like them, you know, so. Yeah. It's very influential, absolutely. Yeah, well, so. that's the thing, like, I, I kind of feel like, like how, like Ice Cube used to say about it, like, is this just like an outlet? You know, what I put out there, it, it doesn't really have to be for any, everybody or anybody. It's just, it's kind of like just me, mm-hmm. you know, like this is me and I'm putting it out there. If you want to listen, you can listen. If you relate, you relate. Yeah. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. That's, that's facts. That's facts. Not everybody's going to like our music, you know, but I mean, if you like to try to answer your question, you know, you're trying to ask like what kind of genre where we fit in. I mean, like, I would say that it's, it's like raw hip hop. Right, you know right. storytelling just like him like i got i brought besides the thing with woody you know i was also doing poetry too and that like i was i got really good at it and so like yeah. that inspired me to write more you know and so it's it's, it's poetic i mean you're gonna get a, a diverse when you hear our music you're gonna get a lot of diversity you know you're gonna hear like poetic you know um things about relationships you know um girls um, and then like the partying, you have like the partying, like the, um, we have our trap style, like, which is kind of what we're developing right now. It's super hard. Like we go like, man, I can't wait for you guys to hear this, honestly, because we go back and forth really good. Yeah. And so like, it, it's like, and that's like, you know, 
it, it might not be the most clean, you know, side of our music, yeah. but it's it's us, you know, yeah. and it, like so we don't like. I love that, you know, and like so, but that's not that's just like a part of it, you know. There's the music that we have that's more personal, you know. Is it? Is, is it? Is it? Oh, I thought of the weed was hitting you. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like he's like, no. Yeah, trying to um, save my last breath. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're holding his breath and shit. Like, you know, like just like how Pac had Dear Mama, but he had I get around. Yep. You know, it's yeah, like that's a perfect it, it example. It could be anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, we just like it, to it's have just hip hop, though. At the end of the day, like uh, you know, some people don't like hip hop. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you got those people that they got their their choices of music, but it definitely is a an art form of expression. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if I had the ability to, like, you know, jump on a beat, make it flow, make it sound good, uh, yeah, I would probably have a multitude of songs that were inspirational, in in a way that's probably like from anger, from happiness from success to failure you know what i mean like yeah. all, all spectrums all yeah. like and that's how, i mean that's how it should be you know it's like i think that as an artist you should always be uh trying to develop your style or you like try to do something different you know like in the sense that like you know you should try to create your own lane you know yeah at least the most that you can i mean we're always going to be influenced by somebody you know yeah. and you're always going to be like like you, you might hear some something from an artist you're like oh that you know you, i could tell he's influenced by the you know tupac or biggie yeah. or whatever yeah. you know they got this, this flow or the style or yeah yeah but it's like the as long as you're staying true to yourself you know and i feel like you're delivering something that is just like true to you and you know something that people can relate to or try to relate to them yeah. I think you'll be fine. Like I think that if you listen to my catalog right now, yeah. which I don't have hella music, I probably have like twenty songs out or something like that. Like besides what I've done with DSB, it's like I feel like I have a song for at least if any like if a random person would listen to my music, I think they would find at least one song that they can somewhat relate to or they would like maybe a little bit at least. That's how I feel at least. I yeah. could be wrong, you know. But, no, yeah, yeah. but that's I, I that's where that. the spectrum lies. Like I don't have like I don't have a style, certain style. Like yeah. I don't have like you know like a direct style. And, I, like, yeah. and I don't think none of my crew really does either. I mean, you could hear the consistency in the sound, you know, and the voice and stuff and all that. Yeah. But like our flows and all that, and like I mean, Dre too. He's part of our crew. He's like try like go fast and then slow. Like we just, we just like to switch it up. Like, yeah, which is cool, man. You know, it's one thing I like the Wu Tang Clan. Like I I know enough to know their styles and like I, I love how they incorporate the metaphors of like the fighting styles of like you know you know like just my style is better than your style and then but they yeah. translate that into rap and it's just cool because it's a perfect analogy between them two yeah, yeah. I, I think that I like makes that. A, that that makes a part of it though too i feel like you know like if we were if we we're trying to come up by ourselves it'd be a little bit different us coming up with each other it was more like you know you could be in the studio and you're writing some shit and you know like maybe you're stuck or something and then you look hey bro what did you write right now yeah. And he spits what he writes, and I'm like, now I'm right. <laughs> that energy, like, bro. Just yeah. that that shit does it, and just like kind of still the competition, because that's one thing about hip hop that I've always liked too. It's like it's always been a competition, kind of, you know. Yeah. Like there's always a competition to it a little bit. Can I spit better than you? Even if it's friendly competition, yeah. it's still the same shit, you know. Like yeah, no, it's still comp, you know. That's yeah. how we keep it, and that's the energy, because we we've always been competitive with 
each other, but it's friendly competition. Like yeah. we've yeah. never it's been. It's more like, just like us bettering each other, honestly, sharpening yeah. each other's blades. Because like, it's like a double, I, I, I hear, you know, I hear yeah. shit from every single one of us that I'm just like, like God damn, you know, it's hard to hear from myself because it's me writing it. I'm biggest critic. <laughs> That's so but true. But like, <laughs> you know, like when I hear shit from him, sometimes I'm like. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, the same thing with Clack, same thing with Dre. And that's what makes me feel like this shit should be put out there, you know, like. I see. Like, honestly, for a long time, that was the biggest struggle was us putting shit out there. Yeah. You know, like, we got hella shit locked up. Still, hella shit just locked up. to this up. day, bro, the vault's full. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I believe that. Something's gonna, when you guys are gonna have to go in there and break it out. I mean, it's breaking out already. Like, the thing is, like, we, we, me and him opened Pandora's box as yeah. far as, like, you know, we started just kind of doing our, not doing our own thing, but it's like, that's just how it happened. You know, people just get hella busy, like I said, and we're like, fuck it, let's come up with the EP. Let's try to get more motivated, you know, to get the other, the rest of the guys, you know, more motivated too. Cause yeah. you, it need, you need that, bro. You need people that like, cause it's hard sometimes to motivate yourself to yeah. do what you love. I mean, it, 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 it was the it other was, way at one point, even like without even the promotion or anything like that. My boy Dre and Clack, they were making their own shit at one point, you know? But, like, the same thing was just letting it go, letting it put it out to the world, you know? Like, the- I feel that. It's, and it's difficult. And I, I mean, you guys have been doing it for years now, and I know the internet's definitely yep. it's changed into something completely different. So I could imagine back in the day, it may t- probably took a little more groundwork for you guys to yeah. get your music out there. Well, that that was the thing. Yeah. I remember uh, during our first, when we, when we did our, like, first mixtape, the biggest part of it was uh, us, like, we went and got a bunch, you know, we should have shitload of copies yeah. when we were out there trying to sell them out on the streets, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and and that was, like, the biggest thing about it. I'm sure, I think we still got some copies, yeah. like, just out of nowhere, we'll be like, oh, shit, there's a copy right there. I'll have to bring you one, I think, <laughs> I was gonna say, four or five to, copies. Shoot me one, I'll definitely hold on to it. That'd be awesome. Probably, yeah. probably put one in a, like, like, like uh, try to, like, put it in a... Uh, somewhere to preserve it you know okay. and then hang it in the wall or something yeah, later yeah definitely yeah man so have you guys how many projects do you guys have out so far so we have one project out as as a crew um and then i have an ep out and then a bunch of singles like 15 or 14 singles mm-hmm. um right has some singles right a couple yeah, singles i only just got i honestly our youtube page has a myself? bunch of our old shit Oh, yeah. It's just the the mixtape and then just a couple singles. Like I, I'm telling you, I slacked hard on dropping anything. But I think a lot of us have, except even my boy Arab. Pretty much is the only one that's really been like consistent with the uh, with dropping music and shit like that. And not even as as much as I would like to be. You know, yeah, like, it's like I'm still like. It's not even that I'm holding back, but yeah, it, it, what it comes down to is that, you know, because, I mean, you could always figure it out, you know? And I think the biggest thing about us releasing music was always, like, I was trying to have the quality always be perfect. Yeah. When in reality, like, just drop shit with whatever you have. You got to work with what you have. Drop shit. Yeah. Keep consistent. And then you build on that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your quality gets better, you know? Then, you know, that's that's kind of how it goes. But And I think, honestly, I, I blame myself for that a lot of times because I feel like I could have helped us release more music, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because the thing about our first mixtape was uh, we had the quality of, of this guy actually going to the, uh, the Art Institute and us using, being able to, to uni- uh, utilize that studio and shit. Yeah. Pro shit, bro. The studio's in there? Yeah. But, bro, like, straight up, uh, 
SSL. They had an SSL board, and I, fucking, and I think that's what that's what kind of fucked it off too, because it puts like a, a puts that pressure, you know. It, yeah, it puts a standard in your mind, you yeah. know. So music that you're doing like at at home and shit on the mic, you're like, man, okay, I gotta get this mix and master, blah blah blah, and that's what ends up keeping it in the motherfucking computer. I see. Yeah, yeah, because there's so many different components to it. Like, I mean, for myself as a podcaster, I mean, you know, I take. I take the recording, I, I edit it as far as I know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so much more I know I can do and there's so much more there's, you know, that someone else can do and but when it comes to music there's you got your you know, you got the the actual recording of, of, of the lyrics and the vocals and then you got the beat and then meshing that all together, I can imagine how much more there is to it. The steps are yeah, it's a lot bro, like you know, you gotta write the song, you know, then you gotta record it. You know, then once you record it, you got to edit it. Then once you edit it, you got to send it to get mixed, you know. Yeah. And once it get mixed, it needs to get mastered. You know, and that all takes time and it, money, you know. Yeah. Yeah, money, and money. Unless you're doing it yourself, which is kind of what I went to the arts too, because I was like, I need to do this shit for myself, yeah. you know. But I didn't, like, I didn't learn as much as I needed to, you know. Yeah. So it's like I, I was never that con as confident as I, I wanted to be. So I, I'm still going to do that for myself because yeah. I have the chops. I just don't have the... the, the technical side i guess you could say you know the, and that, it makes a difference because really yeah, i've always been more creative than technical you know but yeah, yeah that process is long bro because then i mean after that you know depending on who you're getting your shit mixing masters from oh shit that shit came out we'll worry about that and uh it, you know that's you know you got to wait on that you know and so that may take some time depending on how busy they are and stuff and then you know once it's mastered then now you got to think about your release you know when you release this you yeah, know yeah. like how are you gonna do it are, are you gonna yeah. put promo behind it you know where are you gonna release it at you know how much is it gonna cost you are you gonna put it try to put it on radio or are you gonna try to, you know like and, and and it just goes on and it's never ending you know and that's why i'm saying like you you have to love this shit you know whatever it is you're doing you gotta love it cause especially being from yakima because i feel like like i said there's not much to branch from yeah. it's not like you go to a lot of people like this you gotta really know some people yeah you really do you know speaking of which shout out to my boys uh Shout out to Dickles and Z from Firing Squad. Y'all know who Firing Squad is. They're from Tri Cities. Like them up. Dope ass crew. Yeah. Uh, they're part of uh, Brain Sick with, this, uh, the, with Twisted Insane. Hell yeah. Shout out to them. I'm going to have to check them out. I haven't heard of them, but I will. Some sure. Northwest stuff for sure. They've always been really supportive and uh, they've always liked yeah. our our music too and we like their stuff we've we've done they've done i haven't done a collab with them but some of my boys from the crew have done collaborations with them yeah yeah we are out there i mean like it's just that you know it was the content that we didn't put out there that's that held us back you yeah. know what i mean yeah definitely and I, that's i mean that's something that we're just realizing right now you know not that we're just realizing it but it's hitting us you know yeah. and like we're yeah. only getting older so like i said we're gonna pump the 30 next <laughs> month bro it's like i gotta let this music go or do something with, you know like. hey man you're still young though man if it's one thing i've learned uh just i mean from my own experience and like just listening to other like entrepreneurs like mm -hmm it's 30s a young age like it really is you know even 40s and 50s like you will live multiple lives you know yeah when you're in in our within our time span of being yeah. alive and you yeah, man and i commend you guys for sticking to it you know and it sounds like right now is probably the perfect time for you to go and do what you guys need to do you know what you guys done that worked for you back in the day and you know what you needed to do to kind of uh attack what you need to do to you know get what you want out of it now you right. know what i mean um so definitely it sounds like you guys are in a predicament where you guys are ready to hit it hard and 
and put that content out there and yeah, I mean, it is, it's nerve rattling sometimes, but it's also a lot of work as well, especially if you guys, you know, you got your family yeah. and, you know. That's the thing anybody should know about this music shit. If you're trying to really do it by yourself, this shit is a lot of work, all right? Mm-hmm. Don't try to do it by yourself. Huh. But yeah. if you if do you do it. you're ready to put in a lot of fucking work. Thanks. Yeah, if, exactly. I was going to say, if you do do it by yourself, you just got to be prepared to do a lot of work, you know, and yeah. learn a lot of skills and, you know, which is not a bad thing either. Fuck, yeah, man. it's never look bad at, to try look to at Russ. It. If you really want to do it is what I'm saying. Yeah. If you, if you really got to, you got to really have a heart for this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That. yeah. yeah, I, I, I admire I, artists like Russ. Independent artists are like what I look up to, honestly, nowadays, yeah. you know, like I don't even think about getting signed to a label. Not that I wouldn't consider that but i just don't think about that i think about how am i gonna do this for my, my by myself yeah. how am i gonna make more money you know said how am i gonna do less i mean how am i gonna do more for myself so that i can make more money you know yeah i mean which i think i think that should be the goal and own your royalties bro like yeah <laughs> you know like how many artists got fucked over yeah, by not you gotta own your own shit getting signed to a label that makes sense yeah, yeah. buy beats don't get fucked over in the end yeah I mean, if you're young, starting now too, it's like fuck it, you know. But once you, if you take it serious, once you start doing it seriously, yeah, you want to buy your beats. You want to be more legit, you know. Yeah. Try to. I mean, that's part of it too. Is paying your dues, you know. It's like you don't want to use someone's beat and try to make money off of it without yeah. their permission. I mean, like, yeah. yeah. Shout out to all the producers <laughs> out there that don't really get recognized. For real. Yeah, I mean, can imagine all the elements to it. I mean, making beats is probably its own, its own beast of its own. Fuck, yeah. And that's one thing, too, like, uh, there's really nobody out here out there that's out here that's really attacking that angle of it, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, like you got to outsource. There's a couple people out here. I'm not going to say there's no one, because there's a couple people, but, uh, It's definitely not like a creative hub out here in the X. Yeah, and it's not as big, but I think that, I mean... If not us, someone else. I mean, they, it could be changed. That could be easily be changed. You know? yeah. Not easily. It's going to be hard. But what I'm saying is that there's room for that. You Absolutely. Know? It's just, it takes a lot, though. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. People coming does. together. That's that's And that's the hardest part. I feel like in Yakima is people are afraid to come together, you know, for whatever reason. You know, a yeah, lot of energies that come between. There, there's a lot of tension in terms of, like, who's who and... And what's what you know, what I've learned. You know yeah. What I mean? Yep. And yeah. And it's it, sad, but it, 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 it that's what it is, you know. Yeah. So but, I mean, I just want to jump on my soapbox real quick and talk to the good fellow locals of Yakima, man. If there's anyone out there that's wanting to do something, whether it's pursuing their dream or goal or um, wanting to make something of themselves don't be afraid to reach out and don't be afraid to you know make connections but most importantly don't be afraid to make mistakes you know if you ever encounter a bad experience with anyone let that be a lesson you know take take the lick on the chin unfortunately sometimes it's going to happen and sometimes people are going to waste their time and people are going to waste their money but you should never be afraid to reach out especially in your hometown because at the end of the day the people that are going to be watching very closely are going to people going to be people from the hometown and you know there's gonna be supporters and haters but at the end of the day if you're not doing it who's winning you know so yeah uh, i'll jump off it now but yeah you know i think i think we should definitely work more together especially now that the world in my opinion has gotten a lot more smaller with social media like you know we connect with people on the other side of the coast so much more easier now than we can you know back in the day 
And I feel like we can really pit Yakima on the map if we really wanted to for good reasons, not for the reasons that it's known for now. You know what I mean? And, but it, it's, it's takes the power and the integrity of the people to do it together, you know, and that willingness to step out of your comfort zone to do that. And I know here, uh, the way we're raised and what we're surrounded by in our environments, it's, it, it's, it's to defend and to attack, you know, it's not yeah. to build a lot of survival mode status. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's on survival mode out here these days, but yeah, you know, yeah. there's so many, there's so many different ways to, I, you know, get out there. I feel like, you know, but yeah, when you're in that survival mode, it's hard to think outside of the box, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it really makes a difference, you know? If you if you have to sit here and, and think about what you're gonna eat later tonight, you thinking about who you're gonna connect with later tonight, it's not gonna be there, you know what nah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're right. And that's a big issue as well here, you know, like people trying to fend for themselves and stay alive and not get caught up at the wrong place at the wrong time, you know? For real. It's a real thing out here. It's a real thing for us to be concerned about. Yeah, no, I agree, you know, and it's something to be conscious about. And, um, like, I hope that, you know, our generations, you know, your generation, our generations, uh, like, that we can make a change towards that, you know, or at least make it better, you know. Or, yeah. You know, we might not be, be able to change everything, but we could probably spark the, the minds yeah. that, to do that, you know. And, and that's what we try to do, honestly. Like, regardless of what we've been through, I think in, in our music, we always try to, be positive about it you know yeah but like and hope out there give that hope yeah Yeah. and and it's important to have that i mean i hope you know can change the world to be honest like you know just a little bit of it goes a long way yeah and and belief you know belief in that things can change belief that you know things can get better and and things can won't be the same like that goes far as well Yeah. yeah i agree yeah definitely so speaking of influences um who do you guys listen to? Who are you guys the rappers? Like, what's on your playlist? If we tapped into it, <laughs> off top, like SPM is probably one of my biggest influences. SPM, SPM Tupac, yeah. Tupac, SPM is a big influence. This is like people from our generation, like yeah, it's that. And then like I listen to a lot of M and like Wayne, but like back in the day, some old school Kanye. You know, oh, like yeah. some flashing like, lights. I got Kanye in my playlist yeah, right now. Bro, like, some graduation, some late, late, you know, late yeah, registration, yeah. bro. Like, like, uh, but like, the, I'm not gonna lie, I've been listening to a lot of these day music too. You know, like yeah. it's sad to say, just like we said, there's a lot of negative shit that go, goes on in the world. Because like one of my favorite artists of today is Briss, wearing him on my shirt today. Nice, nice. Uh, he passed away last year, you know. Wow. R.I.P. Yeah. Man. But yeah, like the I like like when I I'm thinking about some of the old school stuff too that I used to listen to. And I'm like I I used to listen to like a lot of like uh, Bone Thugs, Bone Thugs, yeah. yeah, and um, <laughs> Mac Dre, you know. I, I think I think that shit is what started the pothead stuff though. You know, listening to Cypress Hill, Bone Thugs. Fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know so, uh, what they were saying. About, uh, yeah, Tech Sometimes, Nine. You know, used to listen to a lot of yeah. Tech Nine back in the day. 
Like, yeah. Hell of my friends were into Tech Nine, and I listened to him. Actually, I was too for a minute. There was a phase when I was, you know, in middle school because yeah. my brother and my cousins listened to it. And they yeah. and his just dope. He's he's another independent artist that I feel like our crew in general looks up to. You know, yeah, just because of how he did it. You know, yeah, yeah. Tech Nine. I, I yeah, I used to listen to Tech Nine a lot in high school, especially yeah. during before a football game or something. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, like. <laughs> right, maker. That's why when I your name reminds me of that. Yeah, that no, that's what that's what it kind of comes from a little bit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's funny though, cause uh, like I already had the name. Well, I'm gonna say it. I already brought it up. I I already had the name, and um, it was like Tech Nine's first concert out here in the Sundome, and I remember motherfuckers were moshing right. But like there was like a little confrontation with one of my friends and one of the moshers because like my friend was there with this girl, kept getting bumped into. Oh yeah. So like he started like arguing with one of the dudes, and they were they were like arguing with each other, but before the, anything could go any further, I just hit his ass, boom. Oh yeah. And it started a big old like I don't know what the oh, fuck happened. Yeah, right. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It started a riot. You know? What was like, crazy yep, is that right after that, the way he calmed down the the crowd was by singing Riot Maker. So I thought that was, that was, I was like, oh, this is like the dopest shit in the world, you know? Like, Dude, that's hard. That's what's up. That solidified the name for him. He was probably yeah. like, uh, yup, this is it. This is it. Yeah. This is you can look it. up that shit on YouTube, actually. Yeah, that's cool, bro. That's, I mean, yeah, no, nah, that's cool. <laughs> that, that's cool. I mean, like, it's it's cool. I, I've been in a couple of mosh, pit, mosh pits, like, not at uh, rap concerts, but like at raves and whatnot. And it's, uh, it's fucking fun. I ain't gonna lie. Like, <laughs> I've never done it, but it looks like... Like, I was okay with moshing, but when this dude, like, started having problems with my friend, I thought my, my friend's a little smaller, so I thought, like, it was gonna be a competition, so I just uh, just yeah. hit him. Yeah, <laughs> he just reacted. Like, I'm gonna just react. I'm gonna cut the chit-chat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, start, start the ride maker. That's what's up. That's cool, man. So, you, you basically triggered the whole... Yeah. Riot Maker song and like bro that's dope and the riot, and like, that's, that's epic that, that's the thing <laughs> like, I didn't yeah. even know about this yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm like hold up that, that's kind of like yeah, how the name started that. that's kind of how real. the name you started the first because, year. Uh, like these days you know a lot of motherfuckers like to use guns yeah. but you know back in the day people like to fight yeah you know, and knuckle up. we'd yeah. be at a party you know something would happen and who cracked it off fucking right. riot that's right. why yeah. <laughs> bring back the simpler times where you duke it out and walk away and not yeah anybody can hold the gun by the way anyone i know five-year-olds that can shoot yeah I, honestly i mean it takes a real man to put these up hey facts yeah, I mean, facts i wish it was like that more yeah i mean what a time to be alive right now and back then i mean it it i like thankfully i was you know i grew up in a time where it, that still was something i was I guess I shouldn't say accepted, but that's something we still did. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not really worried about guns. It wasn't until I was like older, and, like towards the end of my high school years, that's when people were like, "This fool got a gun," or people walking to the car, whether they actually got it or not. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Just scene. Well, like scary you shit. know, like yeah. the thing is, I remember even back in the day, people would have guns, but not just anybody was getting shot. You know, mm-hmm. people weren't shooting for anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like real life Grand Theft Auto out here, it's bro. Just, like, yeah. <laughs> that's what it's be- that's what it's become, you know. Like, yeah. unfortunately, but it's like, but you know, there's room. There's always room for improvement, you know. Yeah. I think we should. We're we're heading. I think we're in a good. It's a crazy time to be alive, but I think it's it's also an amazing time to be alive, you know. Yeah, I Very, agree, honestly. Like, like that's why I'm so big on being a better version of yourself. Is because there is so many like just souls out there that 
you know, they're, they want to be better. They're striving to be better. Like, they're hurting to be better. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, the resources, you know, being in that survival mindset all the time, like, it really hinders you on being able to do that, you know, and not having the resources, the guidance, the mentorship, and the that finance. Like, it's, it's really hard to focus on yourself to make yourself better when you're starving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't got a house. You don't got no clothes. You know, you haven't bathed. Like, it really makes a difference. But, you know, I for the people that do have either all of it or even some of it, like, you know, it's, if I can stress on like just taking what you have and just building on that, that's what gets people to where they're millionaires, you know, success stories. Like yeah, there's yeah, this guy yeah. that I follow, his name is, uh, uh, his, I, his last name is Khan and he's in real estate. And mm-hmm. he said that he uh, basically grew up in a shack when like, he grew up in mud and like he has videos of him where he lived when he was younger. And he like dropped out of school at eight or before, you know, high school, he graduated and this guy makes millions. And he's like, people made fun of me. People laughed at me. He's like, I had a, a really thick Vietnamese accent. He's like, so I didn't get the respect or, you know, people, t- you know, didn't really talk to me like they would someone else. And so, but he took what he had and he built on that, you know, he didn't let that stop him. And he, you know, he, he, he preaches about working and like, you have to work. Like, that's not a question. Putting in the work is not a question. It's a matter of putting in the work in something that you believe in and making it work for you. Right. And this motherfucker dude, I think he's like early thirties millionaire, Damn. lives out in Seattle. And Damn, that's dope. Yeah, dude, he's cool. I, you know, I got a lot of respect for him. So Con, if you ever catch this man, I'd love to have you on Joe's mind. But anyways, you know, he, <laughs> yes, sir. you know, like stuff like that, it just, that makes me, it inspires me because, you know, thankfully, I, you know, I, I grew up with both my parents, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, not everyone has that. You know? Yeah. And the things I did have growing up, not everyone has those as well. And, but, you know, that is a takeaway from the things I didn't have or the things that was an obstacle for myself. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I'm grateful for them to pave a way for me to look at what they've accomplished and what they've made better for themselves, you know, based on what my grandparents gave them. It's right. Like, I'm blessed to be able to see the history that has transpired in my family and in the tree. And it's like, that's that shit that makes me want to be better. So that way, when my kids come, you know, they can just keep that trend on just making it, you know, just improving life in our generations to come. So shout out to my parents for paving the way and making things happen because it's really them that make me want me to be better. You know what I mean? And things are never perfect, but that's the beauty of life. You know, I, how can you enjoy it if it's perfect? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the beauty in the struggle, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, there's always beauty in the struggle. That's what I was say. Everyone has their, everyone has their struggle, man. Like whether you grow up rich or poor or whatever, it's like, you're going to struggle somehow, you know, maybe not as much if you're rich, but you're going to encounter, you know, maybe you grow up rich and you don't have real life encounters, (laughs) you know? And so then now you're older and you're still rich, but you haven't experienced life. So you don't even know, you know, how to like, yeah, like, like like you don't have that real life experience. And people think that you could just go to school and learn out of the book and then that you're going to be ready for life. You know, like it doesn't even work like that. Like there's a whole lot of that goes into life that like, if you don't learn from it, you're going to, not you're not gonna give yourself that room to grow and you're not gonna become that much better you You might grow but not as a pace of if you were to learn from you know your life experiences yeah and it it makes a difference man like i've like when i was in school um like you can tell the cats that came from money that came from like 
a lot more privileged in terms of like education um, resources resources like those cats they definitely their social skills are a little different you know what I mean you can tell, definitely tell conversations may or may not be as interesting you know what I mean or yeah. they may be very uh, just precise on, on the topics of the conversations and that networking and like getting to know people like those life experiences of like just not being so sheltered or not having been at your uh, just at your whim you know what I mean yeah make a phone call snap your fingers you got food you got knowledge whatever you know what I mean like having to ask people like it's one thing my mom always used to make me and my brother do when we were little kids mm -hmm. was to go and ask people for things like where's the bathroom go ask them go find your figure it out and that really helped me develop my confidence in asking people like, hey, you know, I'm looking for this over here. Can you help me find this? And, you know, not I feel like the people that had everything at their, you know, at their hands, at their grasp, they don't get those lessons. And those are those are very small, detailed lessons that help you in your character development, in your yep. social skills. And which transpires into networking. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, communication is key, bro. Like that's what I was gonna say. Don't, don't be afraid to like, don't be afraid to talk to people. You know, get yeah. to meet people. And that was one of my what, biggest. That's the biggest thing is network, especially in any type of anything you're doing. It could be uh, be music. It could be like like what you're doing here, the radio, with the podcast. Yeah. Or it could be even like the the marijuana game. You know, just networking, yeah. meeting people. Yeah, straight up. I mean, speaking of that, you guys. Are you guys both in the industry right now? Nah, he's in the industry. I'm more of a consumer, connoisseur, you know? I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know, we, we're always... I mean, shit, yeah, man. The weed thing, man, it's been like... it's That's the only thing that I go back and forth with, with the music, honestly. Yeah. Well, not the only thing, but the biggest thing that I... And, um, but, man, it's been a part of my life since I was young because my dad used to cultivate it out in Mexico back in the day, you know? And so, like, yeah. it's like, but, you know, it comes from just being a farmer out there, you know, like, you just grow whatever makes money, you know, because yeah. I mean, we're really poor and stuff, you know, so it's like, that's just what he did. And then I feel like as soon as I got introduced into weed, it's like, I fell in love with it. Yeah. Like, I just could not. It was this thing, the connection, facts. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what it went down. It was like a very, like, you know personal connection with weed and i feel like it's i feel like it's in my dna you know like it's yeah. it's in me and so like as soon as i went to seattle it was still medical out there oh, it man. wasn't recreational yeah so yeah when i went out there i was like already smoking weed and shit already into it a little bit you know yeah. and like and then i found out that you, you could get your green card you know i have a messed up shoulder and so i was able to get that pretty easily and shit yeah. Well, from there, now I like, found out you could sell weed to the dispensaries as long as you had your medical card. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I knew a bunch of growers, you know, and yeah. uh, from out here in Yakima, you know, that's so I was literally, you know, bulk selling weed to dispensaries. And that's kind of how I started working for myself, you know, it's like, yeah. fuck, I don't need to work for anybody. Actually, I graduated from college. I went to work for uh, Rhino Staging. It's a staging company that do the huge shows. They do like the... Jay-Z, Beyonce, Paul oh, McCartney. Okay. Those are okay. some of the ones that I got to do. Um, Flo Rida, fucking Selena Gomez. Like, were you building the stage or like... Yeah, it was stage, building the stages, you know, yeah, pretty much. Cool. Yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. It was dope. I mean, I loved it. But uh, that's when I started doing that weed thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
good at it and yeah. I loved it and I was like I, I don't, I'm not gonna lie I quit you know yeah, yeah I, I mean, was like I just kind of stopped going and I was like because I was only doing it like three or four days out of the week you know so it's not like I was making crazy money off of it yeah, you know? yeah I was gonna say I mean performances happen every so often you know what I mean yeah. and I feel like I, I took I didn't yeah. take advantage of like I didn't apply myself so good at school that I didn't get the job that I could have gotten. You know what I mean? I see, yeah. So then I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do my own thing, you know, and do my music, yeah. you know? So then I was like, I, I sold weed to the dispensaries until it became uh, recreational, yeah. you know? Then now you could get your green card, but you couldn't sell to dispensaries no more, you know? So uh, that changed the game completely for me, you yeah. know? But the weed, I mean, we've always been, like like I said, we go by Doja Smoking Brothers. It's just one of our acronyms, you know, for DSB. And so it's like that was that that was a big part of it too. Is that image we wanted to have that image, like you know we're stoners because that's who we are, you know, and yeah. like we have we've always been like the stoner crew, you know. We pull up anywhere we go, do a show, whatever, don't matter what we're doing, we're pulling up with some gas, you know. I'm pulling up with no bullshit either. I mean, like it's like I always like to have that primo shit, you know. Hey, there's a lot of exclusive shit, bro. Thing, you know, <laughs> you know what you guys got today, bro? It smells really good. What okay, guys, so yeah, so bust out, break it down for us. What so this is got? this is a is this a cookies jar? Um, shout out to Burner. That's actually another artist that we listen to a lot. Um, a lot of Bay Area artists, honestly. Just shout out to the Bay Area, to um, but they're the ones. Your products are pretty good. They are Burner. Burner. Uh, he he said that I would say that I, I use his blueprint a lot. You know, I see what he's doing and watch his podcast and what he he does and. He kind of inspired me to be. For a while, people were calling me Little Burner. Little <laughs> I would pull up Little Burner, like, uh, and so because I would pull up with you know three, four, five flavors, ten flavors, whatever you know, oil, wax, shit, yeah. like whatever. You, you, know, you got the the rainbow, huh? And I was well. I mean, I've always been well connected with the people out in Seattle. And when when I was medical, I um I worked for a company, Bass Drop Music, and they had their own uh, cannabis uh, style See, of. <laughs> there, um, he's like we're rolling all this shit <laughs> um, he, he, uh, I worked for shout out to my homies out there man they put me on and they're the ones that got me some of my first shows out there in Seattle too and like Numos you know some of the known Seattle venues and shit and so I uh, nah 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 go ahead that one let me see what we got there let me see the one that fell yeah so this one is the guavas. That's the one that Ryan said was outdoor, but yeah. it's not outdoor. <laughs> top shelf outdoor. <laughs> it's, it's top shelf outdoor. It's not outdoor. It's just top no. shelf outdoor. Nah, this is all indoor. This is all from this. Is, this is not the. This you cannot get this at your local dispensaries. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. so, so these are from friends, yeah, that yeah, that are. Growers. Um, they have all been growing medically for a long time, you know, and um, they always hook me up with uh, samples, you know, and. Yeah. Um, so I can try out their new phenos, new genetics. Um, that's why I love going back to Seattle. It's, that was like my stomping grounds till this day. Is because I mean, the weed out there it, it it compares with Cali now, you know. So yeah. that's why you know. But right there we got um, we got two different cuts of sour biscotti. Um, let me see Which one that, that one yes. and the other. Let me see the other one over there. This one. Yeah. So both of those are sour biscotti, but they're different phenos, which just means that they have the same parents, but it's a different seed, you know? Yeah. Like and so sisters. Sometimes like when sisters. you grow, you know, 
um, the same strain, but you, have, you know, you have a seed of the same strain or like 10 seeds of the same strain, they're all going to grow a little bit different. You know, someone's, one of them's going to have the smell, the other one's going to probably have the, the, you know, bulk, you know, it's going to give you more, uh, it's all, it's all more crop. Yeah, it's all about that's genetics. Like, that's your numbers, like Gorilla Glue 4, number 4. Yeah. Or Gelato number 33. It's the, it's the strain of it. Yeah. Because like, look, you could have the, you could have the, you could have strains that are top notch. You know, but if you don't know how to grow them, like you're still gonna get some mediocre indoor. You know what I'm saying? So it is all about genetics, but it is also about the grower. Both of those right there, man. You got that, man. You're fucking, you're good, man. What's this one right here? That one is. Let me see. Give me a nug. This is the sour biscotti, just a different pheno. Okay, okay. So this one and that one. This one and that one are sisters. You could say they're sisters. Sisters. Yeah, and this one is um, it's called guavas. Guavas, okay. Yeah, that's one that one smells good. And the other one, the black I mean, container. That's the top shelf outdoor, but it does it smells good. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Let me check my words. It's not. No, um, so that one right there is uh, sherbet, animal sherbet. Animal sherbet. Yeah. Yeah, and so what? I, so from all the experience that I got in Seattle, pretty much, um, I've been. Uh, I started working for um, a cannabis company, uh, Mary Hill Sunshine. Shout out to Mary Hill. Um, and then shout out to my cousin, Joe. Um, he put me on to this because um, he, he knew my skills and what I have to offer as far as the knowledge and keeping up to date with genetics. And, you know, yeah. I know what's hip out in Seattle, you know, what's popping yeah, and shit. Popping and so, like, you know, we just, like, from then, like, uh, man, you know, it was going through that pandemic. And so, like the whole music thing kind of slowed down so i mean i didn't stop making music but i was like i'm gonna take this new venture you know business venture see see what happens and um so i kind of i went on on to to do that and that's out there by goldendale and i was like fuck it you know i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i'm i'm already that's what i do and and because he knows that i love rolling up joints like my rolling skills are like Primo. You smoke one of yeah. a joint with me, you're gonna be like, damn, what the fuck? That's World a, this shit. Like a one, a, yeah, my, so, boy, my boy has won cannabis cup trophies for his joint. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. I That's have actually. <laughs> so you're working with, is it a, the, the farm, right? Yeah. What's the, what do they go by? So it's a legal I-502. That's the um, cannabis uh, for Washington. Um, uh, and um so there there you go by mary hill sunshine that's hill that's sunshine. the brand that's the main brand or that's the company name you know yeah. um but then uh my cousin has his own brand uh that is in collaboration pretty much with them which is golden golden hustle genetics llc okay. and so that's kind of how that's the what we consider the processor they are actually they have two licenses. They have the grow license and a processing license. That's what we're able to sell to the dispensaries directly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's that's dope. Um, and that's what I'm doing right now. I'm developing products. Um, I have this is uh actually an infused joint that it's fucking it's been taking off. Honestly, people love it. I could probably tell you the bad reviews I've gotten have only been like. You know, I could probably count it in both hands that I have, you know, it's like yeah, how many yeah. times that. So yeah, the reviews have, have been really awesome, great. Um, and what it is, is, let's see if you guys can see. That's the that's the brand right there. Um, and it ties into music. Um, Hustlematics is a, a record label that my cousin owns that I just 
um, kind of helped them develop as well. And um, do you mind if I pop it open? Pop it open, man. Um, and uh, so, Hustlematic Records, the Hustle Stick comes from Hustlematic Records, the name. So, Hustlematic's Hustle like Stick. That. And so, I just kind of carried on, and we we're just like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it!" And um, you know, kind of the brand behind it is like, you know, for the hustlers out there, you know, yeah. for the weed heads that are hustling, you know, hustling, like, you know, we've always gotten the bad rep, you know, the stoners that, like that. they're lazy, you know, and shit, that they don't yeah. like to work, blah, 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 whatever it is, you know, in Mexico, they say, eres un drogadito, you know, yeah, and so, so they call you, yeah, like, you know, so they, it's always had that bad rep, you know, and so we're trying to change that, you know, and I think that brand offers that, you know, it's not like, all potheads are lazy. Yeah, no, I'm a go-getter, you, you know, you look like a go-getter, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, well, you're not probably a pothead, but, you know. I mean, I, I've earned my stripes back in the day, and you know, but. But I, that's yeah. never stopped, you know, from pursuing your yeah higher yeah. self, like you said, higher version. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I. Pun I like intended. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I mean, I don't smoke as often as I used to back in, back then, but I've just learned. For me, like, I like to get my work done, and then I like to, yeah. you know. Yeah, usually as rewards. I've been doing that a lot more lately, because yeah. like I said, I've never put restrictions on myself, because, you know, like, I've always worked for my, well, I look, I worked for myself for a long time, you know, yeah. and so it was like, like I said, it was just never, I never thought about that, and plus, I took a lot of pride when I graduated college high most of the time. Ah, I see, I see. And it's like, I put a lot of emphasis on that, I gave myself way too much credit for that, you know, yeah. that I took it, like, too far, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like... I was like, oh, like, I was able to smoke weed and I graduated from college, you know. So, I was, I was like, on my high horse, you could say, you know. Yeah, definitely. But it's like, I had to bring myself down and be like, okay, dude, I get it. Like, uh, yeah. you can get high and do everything you want, but, like, is it necessary? No, you know. Yeah, that's, and, that's good self-awareness, you know. Yeah, you. I mean, you got to check yourself, man. You got to be, like, one of my biggest things, like, everything that I do is, like, I try to be realistic, realistic as realistic as possible with myself and yeah. the scenario that I have yeah, at hand, you know. yeah. And so it's like, with that, I take it with everything, you know. Yeah. It's like, you can't apply it to some things and not others, you know. Yeah, true like that. You're going to apply, apply it, you know, yeah. get further. Or at least you're going to get results, you know. If, if it's not the results you were looking for, you're gonna, but you're going to get results, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, trial and error, man, makes, you know, that's how you learn what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. So, um, the hustle sticks, are is that that's something that you created or are you, are you like, the marketing person? Yes, um, I'm... Well, yes, I am the creator of that hustle stick. Um, it's yeah. from it's pretty much from the knowledge of that I've gone for the past ten years of yeah. how to roll joints and how they smoke and oh, cool. you know the aerodynamics of it and like you know and how it to make makes it a smoke. difference. People, if, you, if there's anyone out there that are thinking like, why does it matter? It matters. It, it makes, matters. It makes a big difference. It matters. So with that joint, what I did when I was inventing it, creating it, bringing it to life. It's like, I always thought like, okay, I want to, I want to, people have, I'm selling an experience, you know? Yeah, so yeah, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to put it out there and, yeah. and like for that people, cause I want people to smoke it and be like, like, I want to smoke this again. You know? yeah. From a consumer point, a lot of your guys' pre-rolls out there suck. In other words. Hey yeah. man, you heard it here. First on Joel's mind. You heard it at Joel's mind right here, man. It's, it's, that's what it is. And, and it's mean, true, honestly. It is true. Like, there's, there's joints that are either two-pack or they got stems in it or this just shake. It's too loose. Yes. Or I think too it's loose. spice in them. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You know, one of the companies just caught selling. I think they got caught selling fake edibles. You know, no they were selling way. like dollar store edibles or some shit oh like that. God, I mean, dollar store chocolates as edibles. I swear I, I heard something like that. Before and I was like, yeah. this is spice. 
and the oil too, the cartridges. There's a company in Seattle too that just got caught selling pretty much fake, or fake cut or whatever they're cutting it with. It was not like not compliant with what you know. Yeah, like, you know, it's so I. So I, yeah, that does exist. You know, there's people out there trying to cheat themselves, thinking that you know by being cheap or by like, you yeah. know like dude, no, just do it right. You know, and that's what I, that's the mind that I had with that joint. That's what's pretty up. Much. Well, definitely it sounds like there's a lot of thought and. Uh, like passion has gone behind this and especially yeah. as someone that has been a consumer like you know what's what and that's something you know I, when i do get a joint uh here and there like that's something i do pay attention to is like how well is this gonna burn how well is you know is it burning black is it burning white is yep, it, white ashes yeah you know is it am i able to like you know pit it out and relight it again without it burning half of it all you know what i mean yeah like, you're gonna love the house of steak if you ever get to try it you know i'll, yeah. I'll leave you guys one of these and I definitely it. brought one for you guys um but pretty much okay so what the hustle steak is you know if people want to know is uh it is an infused joint and when you when it comes to joints being infused that's a very uh like sensitive thing because like you could same thing you could put too much oil you could um uh, you know um not have the right um ratios you know yeah. and so then and that's what i what's where my expertise comes in you know that's where yeah. i from what i know is like I, I apply that you know and then there's regulations in the 502 you can only put so much oil and key per infused joint okay you know so there's know. all that comes into play you know and so like that's what that's that's why it, like i love this but it, it's a process you yeah. know just yeah. like the music thing there's a process you know yeah, and you, you gotta be compliant you know it's like it's even this this sticker that we have right here that one's too small on this one, so we had to change that. We had to make it bigger. Uh, like, and we had already printed all these. So we had to literally make little stickers that were big enough to put in there. Then we would put it on there, we would have to put the sticker on there. Uh, so it's like, there's a lot of things in like that keep on changing, you know, and so you always got to keep up to date with that. Yeah. But pretty much when I made this joint, I was I wanted to put oil and keef on the outside, which I had already seen been done by company Fat Panda. You know? oh, Fat Panda yeah. But I was like, I want to make it better, you know. Yeah. it's like reinventing the wheel yeah you know yeah, it it's already out there there's a lot of infused joints out there but how am i going to make this one better than yeah. everybody else's which i'm not going to say how i made it better but what it is better at is it burns better than i would say 90 percent of the infused joints that are out there like that that are, yeah. have keefing oil on the outside and um the way you spark it is unique um and the uh, flavors you know because i like genetics i brought some genetics to that company nice. from my own personal collection okay. you know and so that's kind of i would have been playing with some of those genetics because they're more like um newer style like you know your ice cream cakes wedding cakes things like that yeah okay, so yeah. newer genetics that i think are very tasty you know yeah that wedding cake it's so honestly the biggest thing is like how it burns you know people really like that it burns like a like a cigarette oh yeah, just yeah. all the way through like that and, Ooh, and dude yeah i you know it's so i used to uh I used to work for Mamp Labs. Um, they're out in Ellensburg, and they're. Uh, we were like, we were working in the joint department as well. There was just me and this other dude. Um, shout out to you, Warren, if you're listening. But uh, he or we were basically in charge of like rolling these joints and just kind of testing the waters. Like we had live or we had the ability to explore different outlets and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, the future roll out there is what a majority of people use. Mm -hmm. um, but I was... It's a good machine. Yeah, yeah. It I like it. does the job and, you know, it doesn't pack them too much. If you do, if you grind the weed right and it's, you know, it's nice and ready for it, it does a really good job uh, not overpacking it and not being too loose. But um, I was looking up 
these machines out in China. Mm-hmm. I got in contact to some representative out there, and like these machines were to uh, basically fill uh, cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was asking him about it. I was like, "Hey, you know, like, um, can you know, can cannabis be used in these machines?" And I was like, "You know, the." consistency the texture of tobacco and, and cannabis is a little different and mm-hmm. so um but my idea was to try and get um like basically to be able to to pack a joint much like a cigarette so that's why it burns like a cigarette and so but it just didn't really fall through um it just yeah they the the, the time the, the people that were running at the time you know they're really really interested in it at first you know they're like you know good idea but you know we're just gonna stick with the future roller but that's cool to hear that someone has been able to obtain that that form of a cigarette because a cigarette burns like you know i've never seen anyone uh, light a cigarette and it burned dumb you know yeah they're like oh man this shit didn't burn right yeah let me put it out put it in another joint (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, you're right um yeah no I, i did figure that out and um it has to do with like so there's a process, you know, to it. It's like from how the weed is being grinded. That's mm-hmm. that's what makes the joint, the hustle stick burn, um, right? Then how, after that, how it's packed, you know, because yeah. if it's too tight, it's not going to burn good. If it's too loose, it's still not going to burn good because I'm going to put oil and keef on the outside. Yeah. If it's too loose, it's going to collapse, you know. That's yeah. one thing I learned. That's why, you know, that's why I, I changed it then from the Fat Panda ones. The Fat Panda ones, you know, they make so many of them that I feel like they don't pay attention to that. Yeah. And so, like, when it gets to, like, like that that much, it just fucking starts collapsing, you know. And that's happened to some of our joints, you know. Because oh, yeah. they're not always going to be perfect, you know. Yeah. And that's what some of the complaints that I've gotten. But as far as, like, how I make them, honestly, I can guarantee you most of the time they're probably going to burn good. Just because I figured out that happy medium of of every pro- every step that I've. Yeah. every step has its detail is yeah, pretty absolutely. much what i'm saying you know and so if you don't put that detail in, in, into one of the steps you miss that detail or whatever yeah. then it's gonna mess up everything yeah. that i have going you know for that joint and so it's hard it's hard to find people that are like just as passionate as you are you know yeah. and like just that 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 pay attention to that you know it's like and that's and that's why i was like as far as like me making these like I, at first i just wanted to make them yeah. <laughs> i was like i want to make them i don't want anybody to make them yeah. unless they're gonna take the time you know and and take me and learn it how i know how to do it you know yeah. then if they can think a better way to do what i'm doing then we can innovate it but for now like my way works really yeah. well you know if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah and um i just we just did a little thing out in um the company was with chong and uh that that roast you can look them up on okay. YouTube. Um, they're doing. Um, they did an interview with Sean Camp, and um, uh, they just did Tommy Chung um, and a couple other guys. Chris Crazy, I think he's done it too. Um, and um, they pretty much just do the whole weed thing, you know, dab section. Like, what their main thing is, you know. But we just did a thing out there, and um, I guess Sean Camp liked the hustle stick. You know, he was smoking oh, it with my cousin. Yeah, hey. so that's fucking dope. And I was like, fuck yeah, man. Like so, like. We get we. It's a great joint, man. Honestly, I'm, I'm not even trying to like talk it up. Yeah. I want people to try it out for themselves and be like, "Yo," you know. Yeah. And so like, it's available in Washington in various areas like Vancouver, um, Spokane, um, Yakima, Goldendale, uh, a couple other Seattle areas too that have it. And so, is, it's, there, is there a way to like reach out to you to like give you feedback? 
Yeah, I would love that. We have a, a hustle stick. I'll, we can put, put that at the end too, right? The, yeah, yeah, the sure. link. We have a hustle stick Instagram. Um, they can always hit me up um, on my Instagram. I'm pretty active on my Instagram. Facebook, I'm active too. Um, I have a Twitter, but I, I don't really use it as much. More more of the gram for right now. I don't know why, but that's kind of what, what's been working for me, I guess. Yeah, for that. Yeah. So, yeah, you could always reach out to me and like ask me where to get it. You could always reach out to me and tell me the experience. If you had a bad experience, good experience. Yeah. I mean, I would like to know, honestly. Yeah. It makes my day to know yeah. when people smoke these and they're like, fuck, holy shit. Like, yeah. that joint was fucking, you know, it, it did everything what? that I thought it wouldn't do, you know? Oh, shit, yeah. You know, so you don't get that, like, with infused joints and all that, especially those, like, you don't get the whole checklist, you know? It's like, yeah. you know. Like the... The, the red carpet service yeah you know yeah. and that that's what i want to offer and that's one when i'm making these products you know and i'm, I'm working on a cbd one right now too oh, um cool. for mac sean and snoop dogg which is oh, another cool. project that i'm taking on um and that one's a cbd based one um but we, there's a lot of work like i said so listen we're so far from that one even though we could just make something real quick and put it out there but that's not what i want to do you know yeah. like if i'm going to be working for someone and, and i'm going to be developing these products i'm going to take my time to make it what it needs to be you know yeah, and so that's what i have to offer is like i want to make a premium side to joints and infused joints that like don't have too many flaws you know what i mean yeah i mean you're always going to get your here's and there's you know but yeah, yeah. oh that's what i would like to do you know that's um, awesome man like and honestly that's it's needed i feel like in the industry i mean like when we were rolling the joints like we were thinking about like okay how's this gonna burn like you know and we would we would take out the joints that were that that were torn or like yep. Yep. you know you that were to. like overstuffed and they didn't get down so there was like a gap between the filter and you know the paper like that's you know, a huge part of it that yeah. little gap yeah yeah it really is and if that i've gotten joints where like as soon as i pull it out and it hits my hand it bends and i'm like this shit i spent how much money on this and yeah. i'm getting a, a weak ass joint you know what i mean like, and, and that sticks with people mm -hmm. it really know? does as if you're trying out a new brand right and you go to the dispensary you're like oh let me get that and they're like oh you should get this you know yeah. or you ask for recommendations somewhere in washington it's all about brands it really is yeah. and the reason is is because most of the time you you're not really like Getting a good, like, okay, on some old school consumer shit, you smell it. Oh, you see how we just brought the weed to you in your face? You smell it, you're looking at it, all that. When you go to a store here, you can't do all that. Most of the time, you're just looking at it through this glass like that. Yeah. But that's new. Yes. That's new with it, too, because like, when yeah. it was medical, and, you and could with, do that. And with, oh, the, yeah. mm -hmm. and with the joints, most of the time, it's bullshit getting put in them anyways. Yeah. That's why most of these pre-rolls out here bullshit. Except the hustle sticks. Ain't so no bullshit. Not the hustle sticks. Hey, no what? Yeah. And it hasn't even That's reached. I'm reaching out to you, bro. Huh. The hustle sticks ain't what? <laughs> and it hasn't even reached its peak, man. This this joint is it's it's on its way. It, it man, it has so much potential. Just because I, I, I just because I know what I've done to get it to where it needs to be. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, like, man. I'm, I'm, it excites me. For, I mean, this excites me. It all excites me. And I mean, I was, I was grateful enough, or, um, not grateful. Um, I was, um, offered an opportunity to, to make my own brand. So I just carried it along from my, oh, cool. um, actually, I have something for you and your hey. girl. I appreciate that. 
love yeah, this. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so, yeah, you, yeah, you can show it to them. Um, that's a uh, the clothing brand that I just started. Um, shout out to my boy June for helping me do that. That's um, it's a couple shirts with my logo on it, and so I just use King Era as my brand, um, and. Oh, I like that. That's what I want to do is with that brand is like pretty much influence people to be the kings of their era, you know. Yeah. And the queens too, you know. I'll figure out how to incorporate the yeah. woman's yeah. side of it too, yeah. you know. Um, but that's the brand, and um, that's me putting myself out there and being like, "Fuck it, yeah, I'm gonna start a brand," you know. Yeah. Um, and, and it's so. and it's clean, bro. The logo's clean. You know, it's it's bold and it's it's like not too um, it's professional. Like yeah. I was talking to someone. Um, He's the guy that made my hat, and uh, he talks about um, what they. I think he went to the the Arts Institute of Seattle as well for nice. making logos and whatnot. Graphic uh, designing. Graphic designing. Yeah, okay. and uh, it was corporate. Nice. He, he, that's what they say. He's like, yeah, yep. corporate yep. standard. Yeah, that definitely has that corporate standard. I'd say. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. So, with, thank you for the gift, man. <clears throat> yeah, no that. doubt. Of course, thank you for having us. Um, and so this is a. You could get this at some dispensaries. Um, Okay. I think we're out of my strains or most of them, so you probably yeah, can't find it a lot right now. But um, pretty much what they 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 offered me an opportunity to start my own brand, um, uh, I like that. and so I just carried my um, music uh, logo, I guess, or my main logo, and carried it to the cannabis and just call it King Air Reserve. Reserve. And the reserve just means that it's it's my genetics, you know, my personal choice, I guess, you know. Yeah. Hand-picked yeah. by the king himself. Yep, yep, exactly. Like and, and so that's that's kind of, I just brought some of my genetics. I think I have like 12 to 15 genetics um, or strains right there at the farm. Um, one of my best ones is a new one called 25 to Life. It tested like at 30% THC or 32 or something like that. Was it flower? Yeah, that's yeah. one of our best ones, genetics that we have right there. We have a lot of genetics, probably over like 60 genetics or something like that we grow every year right nice. there and it's the tier three so it's one of the biggest it is the biggest tier that you can get for growing um there's tier one tier two tier three so they have a lot of space there nice. um eventually we're gonna probably do you know um greenhouses so that would be yeah, game changer i was gonna ask are you do they is it all outdoor is it yeah half and a half yeah so it's you know it's all out there we we did a indoor crop uh, this year too, um, but we just don't have the space to get what we need out of it. You know, so we just we do an outdoor right now, um, and soon or hopefully in the near future we'll be doing greenhouse. Yeah, yeah which cool. will be a game changer. And you, and you won't even you. Can, I mean, some of these genetics are so good, and the combinations of the oil. So I guess what I was going to explain earlier is that how to make you know how pretty much what goes into these, and it's like there's the oil it gets brushed on there. You know, um, I put, I melt the oil down to its liquid state okay, and then I brush it on there, um, consistently That's trying to get that same, uh, uh, number of how much oil goes on there, you know, yeah. and keef. The keef is kind of harder to control, but if you put the same amount of oil on there, pretty much the same, around the same amount of keef will get on there. Yeah. And I don't just like put it in the keef box and shake it around. This is actually rolled in keef. So oh, it picks up a lot more keef than your Yeah, I was going to say, usually... I, when I see infused joints, like I feel like compared to this, this like 
every every ounce of the paper is filled with Keith. You know, I can see it very clearly. Mm-hmm. On other joints, I feel like there's spots where they're like, I didn't get some of the Keith. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's there's, dusted. There's holes. Yeah, you know. So, but man, to know that this is hand brushed with oil and then rolled into Keith, that's really that that really explains a lot. Like, explains why it burns so well. It also explains how intuitive you are with your creating this hustle stick so it's that's that's super cool to know that's a that's definitely a fun fact and uh, i can't wait to try it man um even looking at it right now it doesn't look like globs of joints like when i've seen joints they're just like it just looks like it just someone like farted from some oil on the joint you know what i mean yeah they're very just, inconsistent yeah and like the consistency is from the very tip of it to the to the end of it and yeah man it's looks very beautiful to be honest thank you to try that myself i take a lot of pride in that joint honestly yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean i can see why man and there's a lot of thought into it and a lot of uh you know experience and expertise and you know and i I love that that's definitely a handcrafted joint going from you know uh painted on with uh with the brush and spark it let me me show people how to spark it well, yeah. we're gonna put the other joint out for now, just to get a little demonstration. So this is is so since it has oil all the way in the top and keef, like you just spark it straight up and down, like that. And what it does is that it catches the oil and the keef on fire. And show wow. everybody. And what this is doing is allowing it to burn more evenly, which is this is why I take a lot of pride in this joint. And then it'll just turn off by itself. And when it's off, it should be ready to hit. I've never seen a joint be lit like that. But I can see it. It's burning all around. It's it's an even burn, too. It gets even better. And if it, for some reason, you feel like, you know, it didn't get all the way, you just do the same thing again. Until you get that perfect little round. And I, every time I uh, do a demonstration like this, I just got to hope that it's not one of the flawed ones, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all right. Which, like I said, there's not too many that actually yeah. I can I can um, say that with a lot of confidence that you're not going to find too many of these that fuck up on you, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, I had to learn when I was uh, working on the pot farm was... Uh, you know, in order for it to, yeah, that looks beautiful. That's a clean burn. Yeah, that cigarette type yeah, of yeah, burn. Yeah, it does. That's awesome, man. Um, um, but what I was saying is the the oil, it does have to be burned at a certain temperature for it to, to basically, you know, to get the effect, that it, the desired effect, you know. And that's something when we were rolling our infused joints, um, you know, we were coming up with different ways where we can, get that fire started before it got to the oil so that way when it burned the oil it would burn as it should with the weed yeah 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 so there is a lot of mechanics behind rolling joints it's not easy as one two three i mean it can be but when it comes to infused joints it's quality yeah if quality. you want quality infused or quality even quality regular joints like there's a bunch of joints out there i could gen i could probably say that a good 40 percent of the joints that get put out there or more maybe more maybe 40 50 percent are flawed yeah you know because they don't put that extra little bit of time oh in. as a consumer i could say about 80 percent of those joints are garbage 
Yeah. Hey, man, and you know what? Well, I'm a consumer too, but like since since I get, I have my own personal connections. Like I don't really buy too much from dispensaries unless I need to, or if I'm gonna go support a brand, you know, yeah, our brand, you know, because I mean, that's a. Uh, it's a big part of it is yeah. consuming it, knowing what's out there, you know, studying your competition, you know, like, and that's why um, the CBD joint is a huge, has a huge uh, opportunity to shine too. If I make a bomb infused CBD joint like this, because um, there's only like five companies I think right now that are doing CBD joints, and okay. three out of five of them are garbage. I mean, not to talk shit, sorry. Yeah, They're honestly, less quality, <laughs> lesser quality. You know, I won't be too as much of an asshole about it, but. <laughs> I have a question for you, man. So, yeah. if, like, let's say I wanted to have, like, a, a Joel's Mind brand on, you know, a jar or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. is that something I could do or do I have to get the license? Like, is that, how is that possible? No, I think, bless you, um, I think you could do it through a company, you know. Okay. You could probably pitch them, you know, an idea or something. They could probably um, adopt it and, yeah. you know, contract something out. Um, now, if you wanted to do it for yourself, by yourself, you would probably need to get a license, license, probably like at least a processing license, because mm, then you get outsource weed from other companies and then make your own brand out of that. Okay. Okay. So there is ways to go about it, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I, we could do like a special release, you know, where yeah. you know you collaborate with us or something. We have your it brand. Maybe like one strain, like this. So there is, yeah, there is ways to do like that. that, and uh, I mean, I didn't really know that either until I mean, they offered me my an opportunity to make my own brand. That, yeah. I didn't really see it. I was like, okay, you know. But then I went. I was like, fuck it, you know. He's giving me the opportunity, so I hit up my graphic designer. I was like, hey, take my logo and turn it into a weed logo somehow. You know, yeah. I was like, do do your thing. No, it's clean. I like it. It's 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 eye catching and it's not too much. It's not too extravagant. You know what I mean. But and that's just the first one. You know, I just yeah, but I like it for now. You know, yeah. um, I can see myself developing it and make it you know that much more colorful, more, more appealing. Like you know, to the eye kind of. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it is. It's it's a simple um, and gets right to the point. And I think yeah. the wheat speaks for itself as far as my genetics go. Yeah. So I don't. It, there was no trouble selling it. You know. So, I bet I'm sure. I mean, based on what you got here, man, yeah, it definitely is that top shelf. You guys see that? Yep, that does look like a cigarette. Straight up. I'm not even being biased right now. No cap. No that cap. That looks like a motherfucking cigarette. No cap. And look at the ash, man. It'll stay on there until you fucking ash it. You too, you dab One of the greatest reviews I got was from a dispensary owner out there in Lyle. And he was, uh, he's an older gentleman. And we go there to drop off some joints you know and i asked him like oh so actually my cousin asked him like what do you so what do you think about the hustle stick and he was like man he's like it's an amazing joint i mean i, I won't say it word for word because i don't remember exactly how he said it but yeah. he was talking about how he has a farm he has horses and pigs and stuff like that so he has to do that those chores you know and he's like i smoked the sativa it was a, a sour diesel version of this and that's probably one of our most tasty, flavorful ones, actually, the sour diesel one. Yeah. So if you, that's if you, that's what you're into, sativas, Sativa, that's, yeah. that one is the one. Because I was using sour diesel keef, sour diesel oil, and sour diesel flour. Nice. So it was like, it's one particular strain, you know, yeah. with its oil, its keef, and its It's not flour. like mix, and that's, that's... And I do do blends. I do other yeah. blends. That's another thing is that I work on blends, you know, because yeah. you want to keep it interesting, you know? Yeah, you know, and it makes it... It doesn't make it interesting, you know? Yeah, okay. and actually, that's why you stay relevant, too, you know? Yeah, it cross it up yeah, a little yeah. bit, you know? And um, so this guy was like, man, he's like, I smoked your joint, you know? He's like, I was... He's like, 
I loved it. He's like, I got, I got all my chores done. He's like, with no problem. Like, you know, he said, usually he'll do like a couple at a time, whatever. He's like, I did all my chores. He's like, and that thing would not stop burning straight good all the way down through. He's like, it was until the end. He's like, just the way he said it, you know, his enthusiasm and his, yeah. and like, to me, like, I love weed because of, it offers me, it makes me feel like, like, uh, it's medicine to me. It's medicine. Yeah. Besides the recreational part, I love smoking weed recreationally, like being with your homies and stuff. Definitely. But the medical side to it, you know, which is where, like, I want to eventually end up. It's like, I want to be giving people their medicine. I mean, I already feel like I'm there, you know, yeah. because, like, it's very medicinal, you know, it has a lot of medicinal purposes, you know, the CBD and all these new components of it that you could separate and stuff. Like, CBD yeah. is a relaxant, you know, yeah. it's for, like, anxiety and depression and all that stuff. And it really does help, you know. And it's like it's a it's a um, I take it I take it very serious you know yeah like, definitely you know? man it's like the weed is like yeah I smoke it recreationally but like it has a purpose and that's why I really take the time to deliver an experience to customers you yeah know? That, and that's that with that kind of mind mentality like it has translated into your product you know what I mean and I can see it right now like it was burning really smooth and and you know it's not overly hot you could tell if it was it would be really smoky you know mm -hmm. then therefore it would also burn you know crooked yep and so yeah engineering joint engineering whoever thought you know like top tier like, right here people tell people ask you what do you do i'm like i'm a joint engineer engineer yeah yeah, yeah. joint developer uh, yeah. that's awesome man i yeah i'm excited to try it out um can't say I've ever topped the air joint, but you know, we could go toe to toe for blunts though. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I still smoke a blunt here and there. I try to stay away from the tobacco, but you know, it's something about it. Yeah. I can't really pinpoint and be like, the team, what you think? Huh? <laughs> oh, okay, with the backwards, yeah, but the like, backwards, uh, the, okay, that's what it is. Okay, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, you're right, right? It's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the nicotine part of the backwood that. I tend to enjoy sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah blunt is different. Like, yeah, and like when you're with your homies, I think that that too. I like being with my homies to smoke in a fat ass blunt. And you know, that's one of the things that I like about blunts is that they burn slow. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they exactly. Take time. So and I'm now I'm doing those. this with joints. <laughs> yeah. And then you people know, are gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you though. That's one thing that like I feel like I've never been able to do, and this guy's been able to do it. Is like he can roll a good sized joint. And that shit will burn like a blunt, you know. Burn <laughs> like a blunt. I'm the only one that can do it. I'm just like. I think it came from rolling blunts though, because yeah. I gave up on trying to roll joints in the beginning when I was younger, because uh, I was too I aggressive. Yeah. I was just rip them, and so I gave that up, and I started rolling hella blunts, and I just got really good at rolling blunts. My shit would be perfect too, you know. We'd always be having competitions and shit. Uh -huh. I click clack everyone too, except for Dre. I don't think he's ever really competed with us on that. But yeah, us three, really like I'll let you guys do that. Dre's like I'll just smoke it with you guys, you know. Yeah. Like, but us three, we've always been like competitive about the rolling, you know. Yeah. And the blunts and shit so you, you know it's funny so uh i'm not exactly sure when but several years back um on 420 we had uh, a weed olympics <laughs> that's uh, dope i've always wanted to have one of those dude and it was cool man um our first game that we played was a blunt relay race and so the object of the game was to essentially have an anchor and the first person to um, you had, you know, started off as you had to roll it. So they rolled the joint or rolled the blunt. And then from there you had to smoke it. Whoever smoked it first and rolled it fastest essentially was the winner. And so, yeah, dude, that's that tight. Fun. We're going to have to recreate that. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah dude. Make that like an event, you know, 
That'd be so tight. Yeah. And then we had a, uh, yeah, man, if you, if you want some ideas, bro, I would love, I'm more, gladly jump on it. Um, one of the, one of the highlights that, of that event that we did was, um, a bong stand. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, that's man. dope. Yeah, <laughs> that's Honestly, that, that was my pride and joy. Cause I, I like taking case stands back in high school. You know I mean? Yeah, back yeah. in the day, you know, doing all that, it was fun. And, I was like, man, I haven't done it in such a long time because, you know, I mean, out there when, you know, there just wasn't a lot of kegs out there. It was just bars. Yeah. You know? yeah. So anyways, uh, I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm gonna make this happen. I'm gonna include this in the event. Thankfully, thankfully, there was a real one on the opposing team because everyone was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want none of that smoke. But there was a real one on the other side of the posing. I would have did the box. Dude, bro, that sounds lit. It was cool, man. It was tough, honestly. But it was like, uh, so the way we did it was we measured basically how long you took the hit and if you could clear it. So I think I got about uh, like eight or nine seconds and I didn't clear it, unfortunately. Damn. So Uh, you were disqualified or what? Yeah, well, yeah. So at that point, we didn't know until uh, our opponent went up. And dude, she hit it for 10 seconds. And she cleared the motherfucker. Ah, like, damn. Damn. <laughs> uh, hey, I love stoner chicks, man. Especially some that game. keep yeah, up with you and shit. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to all the stoner chicks, for real, man. Yo, yo. Yeah, shout out to all the girls that don't smoke weed and still roll your shit. That too, man. I mean, it's just shout out to all the women, man. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna be like that. But yeah. shout out to the stoner chicks for sure, though, because um, there's, not, there's not a lot. You would think that there's a lot, but nah. A dime a dozen is what they mm-hmm. say, you know. But yeah, man. Um, that yeah. So if you if you that's dope. If you want some expertise on it, I'd gladly uh, provide my services. Yeah, I'm, I'm really considering like trying to make that a thing. Yeah, <laughs> a thing, you know. Yeah, dude, it was cool. Figure man. Out. It was. Uh, it's what, what inspired it is because you guys ever watched the movie Beer Fest? Yeah, yes. I think so. So yeah. at the end of that movie, like Willie Nelson's like chilling by a door. They were saying like, that it was like a weed fest. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Fest. And <laughs> I was dope. like, dude, I don't know if they came out with the movie yet. I don't think they did, but I was disappointed. I was like, man, fuck that. I was like, I want my own weed fest. Like, I want, if someone's, if I'm gonna watch it on the movie, I'm gonna make it happen. That's yeah, so. yeah. No, that was dope. That That's dope. A, that would have been the be- like a, a, another stoner movie, a classic, and yeah. people don't even see that. Yeah, they man. don't see how stoner movies are classic. Yeah, right. Like Friday. Friday. There's not enough Friday, of them out there. Half baked. Half baked. Like, yeah. These are all these are all classics. I don't know? think there's enough out there. Enough there's not weed man. inspired. There's not uh, definitely there needs to be stuff. Like Cheech and Chong made a made Cheech and Chong made a uh fucking career off of that. Oh game. yeah, that was that's <laughs> dope. Can, those are classic, you can never go wrong with that. Yeah, yeah for real, for real. Yeah, man. So So look, you can respark these and they'll they'll still burning like oh, yeah. good. good there's man. no it really does look like a cigarette like i'm not even i'm no bias no i mean nothing. look just hold it just just at least get the get the essence of like if you were about to hit that you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah dude and it's like it looks premium like even the way it burns like you you don't see it you don't see anything like that you know what i mean like Especially from a dispensary, you know, it's always yeah, hitting this. It, I always it is hand rolled shit to usually and that's what it is. It's hand yeah, rolled. Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't roll it by my hand, but it is handcrafted. It's hand yeah. rolled you know what I mean? the fucking yeah. oil for sure. <laughs> like oh yeah, for sure. Like and you know, it's it's a it's a process, bro. Like but I can't wait for this to be what it where, still can where be. It you know, there's a yeah. lot of room for it to grow. I feel and, that. Um, so yeah. 
No, it's this is the hustle stick. You know, I'm, I, I, I love presenting it to people. You know. So, so before uh, before we wrap it up, I want to ask you guys um, a top of the head question. So I want to do like uh, a who would you rather listen to? If you had to choose one or the other, had between just between those two. So I'm gonna give you guys uh, one verse one. And then we're gonna keep it going and it's just gonna see. I just wanna pick your guys' brains and see what kind of music you guys like and listen to. Alright. Alright, so do I hit it off first? Tupac versus Biggie. If you had to listen to one, who would it be? For the rest of your life. I gotta do it for the coast, man. Tupac. Right right off top for me is Tupac. 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 You know, just because I know that's what it was. Just I like them both, but it's yeah, just for the coast, man. I, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tupac motivated me more. Yeah. He was more motivational towards. Yeah. Well, me. I don't know because it's just like that's that's where I like. I would listen to people's shit sometimes. Like with Biggie, it was always like Biggie's cadence was just something that that was different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It wasn't even always. He had rhymes, but it wasn't his rhymes. It was his cadence his delivery. that carried it. Yeah. The way he delivered that shit. Like when uh, what's it? Oh man, I forgot I forgot the title. But when he's like uh, talks about. Cause I hit a magic Molly Mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juicy. Juicy, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was just like off the dome. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's just that's, off the that's, dome, you know? Like, who and that sense. That? For sure
Oh yeah, no, Snoop is. I mean, <laughs> that's legendary. Yeah, bro, that's that legendary, bro. Let me check that out. Yeah, and he did a. Uh, he did a reggae album. Reggae yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, Snoop Lion. That's Snoop right. Lion. He, he was even trying to sing at one point when he was doing the. Yeah. Uh, sexual seduction. Uh, <laughs> oh, bro, that shit is yeah, fire. Uh, hey, people could hate. On, I remember people were hating on it at the time. I was like, "This sucks, this shit." <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about? Bro, he was, yeah, he, he was. That was with Pharrell. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah, I remember Pharrell. I just seen an interview of him talking about that. How he didn't know what kind of like what kind of music he was gonna make with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I would. I mean, I guess if it was him, I was him. I'd probably feel the same way. You know. Because, like, his style, I mean, their styles are so, like, different. You know? Yeah, I feel that. So, that was cool for him to talk yeah, about that. They made some good songs together, though. Beautiful bro, was the shit, they hit bro. it. They hit it hard. That I'm was the lie. shit, too. Yeah. I got another horrible for y'all. All right. Uh, Bone Thugs or Cypher Hill? Bone Thugs, bro. Bone Thugs. Bro. Bone Thugs. Bro. 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 Okay. Okay. Because um, I didn't, I, I, I appreciate Cypher Hill. We, were, but we just had this whole, whole conversation about verses the other day. We were like, oh, yeah. about if it was like uh, Wu Tang or Bone Thugs. I was like, that's not even a competition. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm that sorry, Wu Tang got some bars, but do they got hits? That's what verses is about. Bone Thugs, yeah. Bone Thugs become hard with it. Especially like, yeah. the weed songs, bro. Yeah, those are my like. I will yeah, always go those, back those, to those, those songs. Those are like roots of the of our weed songs. Like where wherever we started in trying to write weed songs. I remember. That, I think that was actually one of my first raps. Was something about weed. Yeah, and it was me listening to Bone Thugs. Just that was what it is. It was just getting down with it. I like it. All right, excuse me. I got another one for you. It may may not be hard. It's they're completely two different people but uh nipsey hustle or russ that was that was not hard either nip no. yeah yeah okay i love russ too though like i mean not like that i'm bumping his music like i bump nips i definitely don't do that but every time i hear a russ song it's like yeah, this is dope and i like yeah. the fact that he's independent i mean they're both independent yeah, artists great are. independent artists you know but Nip, I definitely, man, that Crenshaw yeah, album, bro, yeah, that that helped me out of some dark times, yeah. bro. Like, listen, that No Days Off, yeah, bro, that shit. Like, every time I would hear that, I'm like, yeah. You know, it's, it's yep. it is a tragedy that he's no longer here with us, man. In a second, R.I.P. Nip, for real, yeah, for real. Because um, I mean, just wait. I remember, I remember the when he first came out, he did a show out in Tri Cities. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a lot of people were just saying, since he was a crip, like, you know, I think the audience was kind of like not really digging him. Yeah. And he said some real ass shit and he just ended up pulling everyone's attention and got everyone on the same page. And you were there? I wasn't there, but I mean, I was, I, just, I was about to be like, I'm jealous. Yeah, no, I think I was yeah. young. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I really wanted to see you. Yeah. I mean, that's based on what I was told. And so, yeah, they said it was cool. It was a dope concert, but yeah, people were trying to like, trying to hate, which, you know, it's it's something I'm still you know wrapping my head around you know like I mean I get gangs everywhere but when it comes to like here in Washington there's it's more it's it's just yeah there's not there's not a lot of Crips and blood in Yakima I'd say but you know well, you gotta of, be like they they expect you to already have some like I, that's one thing I think is weird about uh, Yakima with the shows yeah like. Uh, you ain't somebody that they want to see they, they're not gonna pay you know yeah that's that's facts yeah and you know it's funny uh i was gonna say jingle bleeding fucking uh what's his name that's he's another 
veteran in the game that influenced me, Baby Bash, all the way back. Yeah, I was just saying, Baby Bash, though. Baby Bash would be selling out concerts out here in, in Yakima. Fuck yeah. Baby Bash has done hella concerts out here. In yeah, Yakima. dude. Yeah. He, he did a, a, Respect for those a Sweet 16 one time for this one girl that you showed up as a party too. I think yeah. he just knows some people oh, out here or something. Yeah, yeah he does. He's connected. Parties out here. When, I mean, shows out here like when I was young, him doing like lowrider shows. And I was like, yeah. oh shit, you know? Yeah, man. Yep. That shit was dope. Those posters yeah. that they have with the ladies. <laughs> yep. I mean, he definitely got all the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, and I got one more for you guys. Uh, Mac Dre or Tech Nine? I'm Macasey, bro. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. bro. Mac like, is one of my biggest tech. influences, bro. Yeah. But Matt, you know, like, can you do uh, the puzzle dance? Nah. <laughs> we can actually. We like, do that uh, shit. We we would do that shit yeah, for fun. That was, just that, that's, that was like big influence in my high school years. Was Mac Dre, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, all the even, homies even love in that like shit. the uh, <laughs> even in like the uh, yeah. the style I was rapping even at the time because on the time I was always like I was just like trying to rap some game too, you know, yeah. like. So whatever that was, you know, like, because that's what it started with. It started with me, like, joking to, like, okay, I was writing about my own life, but I used to keep those songs to myself, yeah. you know, like, boom, when I was younger. And then it went to those songs, like, the, when you, when Mac Drake came out, so it's like, oh, you got a part of the hyphen movement, you know, yeah. like, it's been some game, you know, like, yeah. and that's what it was, you know, like, honestly, that's what developed the game a little bit, you know, it was yeah, that. Yeah, dude, you know, how it's... It's ingredients came into the music industry, and you know, there's definitely a, it's ventured off. You know, I feel like people have adopted it, and and there's there's area like in the Bay Area. I know they still keep it going. You know what I mean? Fuck so, yeah. yeah, that was a bit, one of the biggest hip hop uh, influences. I think. I think in time. the West Coast, really. You know, like yeah. I don't really know. I feel like there is different sections. It's different, but like yeah, out here, I know that. Like Houston, yeah. I feel like Houston has their chopped and screwed, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and, I, and I was really influenced by that at one point, too, you know. Yeah. I used to listen to a lot of Houston shit. That's what I'm saying. That's why we say SPM. SPM is Houston, you know. Like, Fuck yeah. Like, people, that's what people Shout forget, you know. Shout out to SPM, you know. Like, I don't believe he did do the crime. That's my point. But, uh, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, man. Um, well, right one. King Era, I appreciate you guys for coming on. Now, I got my last question, as always. In your guys' mind, what does being a better version of you mean to you? Uh, always always moving forward. Always putting that best foot forward, you know? Always trying to take a step up instead of knocking yourself down. Oh, yeah. I like that. I think that you said what is a better version of yourself. Yeah, what is what does being a better version of okay. you mean to you? I think... Um, I think for sure, always uh, thinking about how to de- tell, like how to develop whatever it is that you're doing, or how to make it better. Or, um, stay consistent. Consistency is, is definitely key. Um, and above all, like to not live in fear. You know, yeah. Like to believe in yourself enough to take that the opportunities presented and get the most out of them if, if you're not able if it doesn't work for you and, and and you know things go bad or whatever to be able to learn about what you didn't like from that so that you could move on to the next part of your life you know yeah. with more um ease or more peace of mind you know definitely not get caught up too much in the what doesn't work you what know? doesn't work yeah, yeah absolutely i agree but learn from it 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Can't just like keep me more and get it. Yeah, because then you're going to be in a cycle, you know? It's yeah. Just, so it's like. It's like Einstein says the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, seeking like different results. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know what? Like, that's something that I'm applying to my life right now. I'm 29, bro. It's like, yeah. And I feel like it's too late, but it's never too late, guys. No, it's not. It's I always not. think that you could do better because you can, you know? And pursue that. Pursue whatever it is that fulfills your heart. Yeah, facts. Happiness, true happiness. Real happiness, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, fellas, for coming on. If uh, the listeners out there could uh, follow you or support you wherever they do, wherever they go to do that. Instagram for me, uh, I think everywhere I have uh, King Air the First. King Air um, the First. The first part, the one is uh, the number one ST, so it's abbreviated. So King Era one ST, King Air the First okay. at Gmail dot or. Sorry, I'm giving my Gmail. Nah, you good. But it, everything I'll is... I'll take your social. You want to give me that too? Nah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I went to email. I got a little carried away, but... Nah, it's, it's uh, everything is care of the first. You can email me too, shit. I don't give a fuck, you know. Yeah, Send me um, some beats. I don't know. Yeah, Let's um, <laughs> get us. Um, hey, man, we have a... Uh, so, we are going to put out an EP, if you don't yeah. mind us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was just going to ask you... Talking about it a little bit. When are you guys going to drop your uh, project? So it actually it's probably a mixtape now. You know, yeah, it's, it was it was supposed to be an EP because it was only gonna be like three to five songs, but now it's eight songs. Yeah. You know, and we're pretty much done with it. Um, we don't have a date for it yet, but it is about to get mixed and mastered. So I think that within the next month or two, it should be out. You know, stay okay. tuned for for the actual dates. Where can um, we where can we find it? At? It's gonna be. It's gonna be on all major outlets. Okay. You know, um, under DSB. DSP. Yeah, so it's gonna, DSP. yeah, so we're gonna, it's gonna be a group thing. We're gonna everything that we do together, we're gonna try to do it through DSP, you know. And then we have our single stuff, you know, okay. that we're gonna be doing too, you know. Yeah, so you guys yeah. can tap in however you guys want to. I mean, we have the cover right here. You want to show it to them? Oh yeah. That's a preview of with it. That's not even the the, the whole album. I mean, the whole mixtape. Like but that's just for the cover for that video we're about to drop here within the next week or two. It's called with it. Um, it's me and my boy Riot and um. It's just, it's like, it's our trap stuff, our, our more fun, you know. Yeah, yeah just, trying to, club, just trying to catch the... Uh, shake your booty type of shit, you know. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> need that. We need that yeah. We keep playing Lil John uh, too much down here in the, in the club, so... Um, maybe I'll send you a, a clip of the video, and you can incorporate it into the this um, yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah definitely. I have a, that would be that would be perfect. I could do yeah, that. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's that's what it is, guys. Um, I don't know if you want to say anything about the project, um, but definitely expect some fire. This is this was. I'm yeah. I'm happy. For, I'm really excited for this. Um, we went in on this shit. This damn hustle so. stick got me high. Even though <laughs> Arab be hogging most of the time. Uh, <laughs> my bad. I do. I get into these moments where like. The joint, the passed. joint becomes part of my hand, like, uh, yeah. and so like it's I don't. It's just an extension of your Yeah, like <laughs> it just becomes so new, uh, so natural, like doing, that. He, I'm just he's like, doing the Obama, but with the joint. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that's just funny. That was a good. That was a good, uh, a good comparison second. right there. Uh, yeah, bro. But yeah, no, um, definitely stay tuned, guys. We're going to be a lot more active with the music, man. We love this shit. We really do this shit. And, I mean, we have, like I said, a vault, you know. If I could tell you how many songs in there, I'd probably tell you, but it's at least 50, maybe more, you know. So it's it's definitely a lot of work. Shout out most to the crew. Most of my shit's, uh, you catch me, most of my shit, I think is right one, spelled out R-I-O-T-O-N-E. Um, you catch most of our music 
on YouTube, I believe. There's a lot of other shit. There's a lot of other outlets that we got our shit on. But you, if you want to hear some shit on YouTube, uh, look up DSB or Die. Um, you'll find you'll find a couple old tracks. There's gonna be some new tracks though. You guys are gonna hear them, most definitely. All right. Oh, yeah. Put those out. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely, yeah, man. I definitely will post it on my platform when you guys get it released or not. And uh, yeah, man, I can't wait to hear it myself. I'm excited for it. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. it as well. Thank you for having us, bro. Yeah, um, absolutely. Is, yeah. Definitely appreciate being there. Absolutely. You all heard it first from King Air the first and Riot One. We are on Joel's Mind podcast talking about being a better version of yourself. And as always, it is a good day to be a better version of you. Shake,